The love line and me both love. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Chuchigatri Unlimited Trainworks. This week, we're back to the old number three for people that are here, so it'll be a little less packed, but no less boisterous, because we love our anime opinions and going wild. Uh, with me is John. Hi! And Elvie. Hello! Hi. Trixie's out on assignment in the anime world, as it were. Um, so she, she'll be back for our Evangelion episode in two weeks. Uh, but until then, the se- new season of anime started, so we're just going to fucking get right into it, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a good idea. I'd, there's a couple shows that are starting this week, I think. Like, this, this, this week... But uh, the big ones have started by now. Um, like, you know, Waver, uh, Lord El Malloy, uh, Dr. Stone, the deserted <laughs> island anime. Is, is, is Lord El Malloy, like, considered one of the big ones? Cause, like, it's, it's fate. Big, it's, big, it's big to us. <laughs> it's and, fate. But, like, they were, you know, like, anytime there's a fate anime, people go hog wild. Or, like, it, uh, it, 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 I think it's lesser than the other ones because like those manga have never been translated over here yeah i was gonna say at the very least maybe it, i might just be feeling skewed because dr stone has billboards in times square yeah well like at the same time like i i knew people in high school that watched fate zero like who were like jocks and they like knew what it was, and were like, "Oh yeah, it's really epic, dude." Um, so it's like uh, people like just hear about fate, and they go, "Oh yeah," and Crunchyroll. Everyone's on Crunchyroll nowadays, and it has like banners. I see the banners all the time for mm-hmm. it. So I bet it's pretty big. Um, yeah. Do we want to just start talking about that? I, uh, did you just did, did just you and me watch it, LV? Did you watch? No, this I one? did not. Or, yeah, I figured not because you don't know anything about fate, right? <laughs> You're innocent. You're free of <laughs> I know the strange things uh, about it, which is not great. Uh, <laughs> this one's actually pretty okay. good. I'm going to be honest. Like, if you were to watch one, I think this one's pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. It's, uh... Yeah, uh, what did you think, John? You can start off talking about it, I suppose. Um, 
It was interesting. Uh, it, the first episode is the only... Well, okay, technically the first episode is the only one that's out. Um, they had that, like, prequel episode that came out, like, months ago. And that was also very good. And this episode is very good, too. But I would say that it, I, I feel like it was smart of them to do that prequel episode. Because I think it would be a little weird if there wasn't that kind of, like, tone-setting prequel. Yeah, I agree, absolutely. Yeah, this episode is so different from what I think people should expect from the show. Um, or at the very least, maybe... I don't know. Like, I, I know that we should definitely expect, like, magic fights and cool powers and mystic eyes and all that shit. But I... I think there's going... There's a lot less, like, detective work, I feel like, or, like, a detective, like, noir mood that that first episode has that I think the rest of the show is going to have in this episode. Because it's about, um... Our old buddy Waver uh, gets captured by this little girl who is, um... In... She's, like... His part of the family that's like in the Elmaloys or something. Yeah, like that. his and former she, master's sister. Yeah, and so she is supposed to like take his place, but she's really young, so she just wants to understand why Waver is doing what he's doing because he's causing all this trouble and raising all this money. And the reason is is because Waver misses his boyfriend. Yeah, um, he sure does. He really does, uh, and he's trying to like reconnect with Iskandar. Uh, who was his servant in the Holy Grail War, and also his boyfriend. Uh, so Waver goes to um, basically where Babylonia was, like its ruins. So um, I just want to say, like, when I first saw that, I li- my first thought was, is he going to go piss on Gilgamesh's grave? Like, that's what my <laughs> first thought was, because, like, it was... Oh, for reference also, Elvia, is Iskandar is... Uh... Mm-hmm. The big red man. Okay. Have you ever seen oh, him? Okay. He's the big red one. All right. Yeah. The big red one. All right. And Waver's his little twink. That's the thing <laughs> all right. The time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've seen that around. All right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, he, he gets all wrapped up in some shenanigans, and there's just a bunch of, like, fun action scenes and fun intrigue. And then the girl basically goes, all right, well, I'm too young, and uh, now I want you to make it up for my brother getting killed i'm gonna make you be the the lord elmaloy and he's like okay i'll do it and so that's like the backstory of how he got into the situation that he's in and now he's the cool detective working at the clock tower and now i can't wait to watch more i yeah i'm excited because uh especially to see uh gray because fucking character design made just for me basically you know, just saber face with the scythe uh but i really like the tone of it compared to uh the other fate animes which like we always joke that uh cooking and i mean it's not a joke i should say this right now that fate cooking's the best fate anime um but it's mostly because the other fate animes are very game of thronesy to say mm. the least um, so it's nice to have this one that's more, like, the nuances of, like, like, my favorite parts of Fate Go when it's being serious is when they're talking about, like, 
the rich lore, you know? Like, the, like, oh yeah, let me tell you, explain to you about what a fucking divine servant is for, like, seven paragraphs or something, and I'm like, I'm eating this up. Uh, and the waiver show seems to just be that, pretty much. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is very good, and I'm excited to have a nice, quiet anime, because most of the big animes are recently, like, Bochi's, like, Bochi's like relaxing, don't get me wrong, but it's not exactly a quiet anime. It's very, you know, like jokey and stuff like that. They're hooting and hollering pretty constantly yeah. in that show. Like, you know, pe- people are saying dumb shit and then someone else is like judo chopping another girl and it's it's wild, but yeah. But like with this, it's like more, you know, it's quiet. It's like deliberate. Uh and I'm into I don't know. That. I don't know if I fully agree with you there because there were multiple explosions in that episode. That were in that episode, sure. But I, from what I know of like where that series goes, probably not. Like that. <laughs> that prequel episode had a car chase. <laughs> it had a car chase, but even the car chase wasn't like crazy. You know, like it was like it led <laughs> I, up to I, I that. I know what you mean. I'm I'm, I'm being a bastard. Yeah. But still, it's just yeah. like the the more like mundane character moments and stuff like that sure. uh, are especially yeah. nice, especially as I've been watching a lot of shonen anime. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that um, to continue. Uh, I don't know much about the manga at all, so I just know like. There's a lot of stuff about Mystic Eyes, which is always fun. I love Kara no Kyokai, so... I know Kara no Kyokai, uh, is, uh, Chiki's boss, is in this anime, which will be interesting. Um, Do you think Shiki's just going to show up? and then No, like, no way. But Shiki fucking hates mages. <laughs> so, but her boss is, like, literally a clock tower lady. Mm. You'll like her. She has glasses... Um, I don't know why I'm specifying that. You'll like that. These are glasses. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I have know. glasses. That just makes yeah, me feel Yeah, it's welcome, a kinship, yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, Alvi, do you want to do you want to initiate the conversation about Dr. Stone? Get these big ones out of the way first, I guess. Oh, man. Um, yeah, okay. Dr. Stone. Yeah, it's this is be this is something being promoted pretty like pretty pretty heavily. heavily yeah and <sighs> everywhere um god how to explain it well first of all it's insane um <laughs> the premise is that um yeah like as as this one you know this one kid is trying to confess his love um well let's let's get back to it but get to the basics actually it's 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 basically um um some ca- catastrophic event turns everyone to stone right and then we zoom in on basically this genius prod- prodigal scientist kid and this huge doofus. And, and they're bas- at least in the, what the first episode said so far, they have to work together to essentially to figure out what happened and how like it starts off is pretty great. So it essentially starts off in which um, one of the, one of the characters is trying to confess his love to someone. And in the midst of that, he gets interrupted and the whole, basically the whole world turns into stone for some reason we don't know why and i i just really love it so far i think i really would like it i didn't expect that i might like this i, I wasn't sure if i wanted to watch this but i think i'm going to be into it specifically because of how ridiculous the characters are and like how they're such like exaggerated like archetypes of like i mean as is if you look at the main character the guy um the guy who i guess is the dr stone 
character, well, you know, like, of that title. The Doctor the Stone. The Doctor Stone, right. Like, the one and only Doctor Stone. He's, he looks like a Yu-Gi-Oh character. You know, like, it's like one of those things you go in. His hair right, is like, insane. Right, and then that's, I guess, a literal in-universe thing. Like, it's one of those things you look at the character designs, and it's like, I guess that's how people look. Like, that's not a thing we see as viewers. That really is. And there's no reason for it. Like, he just looks like that, I guess, to, like, show how he is. It's fucking in the credit. There, I don't know if it's the opening or the ending that they showed at the end, because... Every enemy is different when it's the first mm-hmm, episode. Mm-hmm. No one fucking knows. Yeah, I don't know what, um, where this is going to go to. The child him yeah. that had the same fucking right. hair was driving me crazy. <laughs> like, it's so fucked up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. His hair is so big. Uh-huh, uh-huh. His hair is so big. Yeah. It's interesting. This is, like, made by the person who made who made Shield 21. Um, so I'm really curious as to, like, where this will go totally. But I think up front, it's made clear that this is something that might be kind of, like, intentionally hammy. I mean, as is. Like, just look at the character designs. Like, like pretty intentionally hammy and, like, just ridiculous. Like, the premise sounds, like, very disturbing. The premise sounds really horrible and, like, like well, it is, like, apocalyptic shit. But no, you go into it and it's, like, about these two, at least so far based on the first episode, these two doofuses trying to figure out how to save the world essentially and how to like get out of this sticky situation um yeah like like the science guy he's a like a science genius but he's all like he acts like fucking like dexter <laughs> yeah <in the> lab <laughs> like a cartoonish like, villain <laughs> yeah like he's he's a good dude but he's also just like like they introduce him because the 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 uh more uh like beefy bonehead guy <laughs> comes up to him and he's like i'm finally gonna confess to the girl and the scientist dude is like oh here why don't you take this this is a love potion and the and the beefhead guy like dumps it out and he's like no i would never do that and then the he like runs off to go confess and the science guy is like yeah that was just gasoline i just gave him gasoline <laughs> but i also knew that he would never drink it <laughs> like and then, and then you have the, the the doofus jock sort of guy, like the big oaf. Like he he's he's wonderful. Honestly, he's wonderful. <laughs> he's like the best part because he's such he's such he's such he blossoms with such like purity and naivety compared to like you know Doctor these you know like the other kid who kind of is an asshole and like you know is kind of taking advantage of his naivety, but they seem to be working together because of the circumstances. Um, like, when they all turn to stone, yeah, this is, you know, thing, like, they all, everyone turns into stone, no one was immune to it, but essentially the, the thing about it is, was for some reason, the genius kid, he manages to wake up, and it seems to be something related to being conscious, and, like, if you fall into conscious, you will just die and expire, and, like, there's this whole sequence showing the, the idiot guy, like, just... He, he rationalizes how he's, he managed to stay, like, conscious this whole time by thinking about his love for this girl that he failed to confess with. And he eventually, they eventually find her. You know, it's like, oh, maybe there's hope. They eventually find her, like, like basically wrapped in the roots and protected from the elements in the tr- under the tree that he tried. It's just so ridiculous. Um, and, yeah, he somehow survives. They both somehow survive, and it's suggesting that p- all these people are have this hope of being alive under these, like, stone husks for, th- like, it, they, they, they were in there for thousands of years. They, they wake up after thousands of years despite having no yeah. nutrition and crack and open. The only thing, and the only thing that breaks the friggin', uh, breaks the seal is, like, bat guano, uh-huh. like, mixed with shit. Like, it's, like, super powerful nit- nitric acid. It's, it's fucking wild. Yeah. 
It's very mm-hmm. fun. I've I've read the I, I've I've read the first volume. With okay, cool. Um, and it keeps that fun in a like it's still very funny. It, they they bring in more characters, um, and they do like raise the stakes a bit. But it's in such a ridiculous way that you can't help but like just think it's really like goofy. They're just like, oh yeah, no, here's this. I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. it, but it's just they just introduce some like really wild mm-hmm. shit, and it's just like it's harrowing in in context. But when you think about it, you're like, wait a minute, what? Hang on, this is stupid mm-hmm. as hell. <laughs> Which is, I think, a good a sign of a good showman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. Rose, have you watched any? I did. I just I watched it. I I was like the entire time I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Like it just kept going. I I had read like I mean I think you had told me John on one of these podcasts. Oh wait, we read the description. I read the description. Yeah, you did. Even. You read all of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I knew roughly what it was about, but I was not prepared for all of that. Uh, the thing that really got me was the part where they make wine and like their entire reason for making wine was to do an experiment and they just drank it anyways and I was just like, what are you doing? And they just fit it out every... I was just like, what is this? Although I did like their rationale of, well, we would have been underage, but now we're 3,000 years older or whatever. Yeah, I'm interested to see it. as it goes, I don't like. I apparently goes some fucking places, so like, I'm excited to see whatever the fuck those places are. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, is this a, this is a full? This is 26, right? Uh, or is it just? It is 24. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, yeah. I mean, whenever Crunchyroll really pushes a show, it seems to be that amount. So very strange i do have to say at the beginning to see that crunchy roll and like as a fucking big like studio display thing basically since they apparently did they do that for shield hero or is this the first time they've done this is the first time they've done that they're in the credits for shield hero but they are not like they don't have like the big thing at the beginning like they had here yeah yeah i I knew that because they they've like financed some other shows you know they, yeah they like they did uh a place farther than the universe um fuck, what's the other ones yeah whatever it doesn't matter you know they have yes. a few others uh but it's never been that blatant it's usually they're just in the credits along with pizza hut and <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, uh, speaking of ones that I read the description of, uh, the fucking Mao-sama retry one that I said is like the most generic isekai description, right? It was like, oh no, a man's trapped in an MMO and he's the devil lord. Ah. <laughs> is like, it has a budget of like $10. It's, <laughs> oh, I've no. never seen it be this grim. Oh, like. No. Wise Man's Grandchild had some pretty low-budget things, but, like, this entire thing, it was just, like... And it, he this looks like Waver that we've been talking about from Fate. He looks like that. And then, like... But he's doing this, like, horrible voice. He has, like, an inner voice. Like, if you've ever seen Overlord, like that. But, like, where the Overlord dude's skeleton voice is, like, very cool and, like, whatever... The fucking, like, Demon Lord one sounds like he's, like, choking on his own cigarette smoke, where he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, 
like it just sounds like that and he's just like it's fucked up can you give an example like can you try to describe it like how visually bad it is like why does it look cheap like what's cheap so, about it first of all the girl just looks like rem from re-zero yeah she does and, like <laughs> yeah. they they just yeah so like they just look like <laughs> totally that. different and the char- she is animated more than anyone else in the show the rest of them just stand mm-hmm. completely still and then like summon like flat mm-hmm. textures and like like he blows up this demon or whatever and they just have like this demon like sliding across the screen to show that it's flying basically <laughs> and then like he just like throws fire at it and then the entire screen just turns white and then it shows it like zooming away and getting very small and it's like wow <laughs> no animation <laughs> it was like really tragic honestly um this the whole thing was just like the j- just like the most stiff that you could imagine basically like mm-hmm. everything was just very stiff mm-hmm. there's no like fluidity or like deep animation going on it's just sort of like this character is in this pose for this scene that is it in the next scene they will be in a different pose mm. maybe they'll lift their arm if you're lucky Ooh. and blink uh, yeah uh-huh. like it was just oh man uh, it's just it's just like the most generic thing you could imagine as we predicted if you believe <laughs> that or not um yeah <laughs> Well, you'll I'm keep... probably gonna keep watching. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was gonna ask where you're gonna keep going though. Oh, me and my roommate watch like all the Easter guys. <laughs> like... You have to. There's, oh. there's such a trip. <laughs> that one you talked about, we actually posted in there in our in our podcast uh-huh. chat earlier in the week, where mm-hmm. it's like it's <laughs> oh, yeah. sleep, and then he's a guy like that is fucking scary. It's super fucked up. Okay, so context the. This is something that won't um, come out until 2020 for the folks listening. It's called Hachinan, Hachinante Sorewa Naidesho. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I will find out later. Um, Shingo is an average. This is this is like a piece I saw from like a, a different anime news website. So they just copy paste. Shingo is an average employee working for a nondescript chain company, and then basically Shingo falls asleep at work. And he wakes up as a five-year-old boy. So Shingo literally, he didn't Happens do, any, he, he did not do anything. Shingo did he not didn't do, die. he didn't die. There's also nothing indicating Shingo, like, at least in this description, nothing indicating Shingo was like having a horrible time. It just seems like he has a boring life. Like there was nothing. <sighs> anyway, he, he like, he wakes, he wakes up as like, I, I don't know. I don't know the time period, but he wakes up as a kid in some like Western faux european noble family and they they have some weird drama and i guess as a kid and with his still adult mind he has this weird perspective on things and there's probably magic but anyway he it's the premise that got me really like he just fell asleep and this happened to him it's terrifying it's fucked up it's real fucked up it's it just like usually like with these isekai it is like oh no this accidentally happened but usually it's like they were playing a video game and got sucked in yeah or, like not just like oh i'm a little tired <laughs> i need to take, take a, a nap, nap. <laughs> oh i'm five years old now it's so fucked up and again 
Yeah, and also a lot of them do have like a little thing where like, oh, they hated their life or something was wrong yeah, with. Yeah, or they no, make a choice. Yeah, there's like, nothing in this description that says anything was wrong. Fuck <laughs> This is a horror. This is a horror. Well, you know story. what? Why aren't there any like isekais where it is legitimately like someone's like, I'm having a really good life, I'm having a good time, and then they just get sucked up and it's like. I mean, like, I would say, like, sort of like Konosuba, where they're just, like, miserable in this fantasy world, but, like, Konosuba, he didn't seem to be having a good time either, so it's, like, I just want, like, a normal person to get isekai'd, instead of, like, all these people who are depressed. (laughs) Okay, the title in English uh, basically, uh, literally uh, translates to eight son, I don't think so, so I guess it... I guess it's, like, referring to the fact that he's, like, the eight child of this huge family in this fantasy world probably like i don't like like yeah so <sighs> it's <sighs> fucked up <laughs> the ending that's just gonna be the fucking uh that that the uh the oh, what's his name uh the paul newhart ending uh, oh yeah like, i had the strangest thing <sighs> i was an isekai baby <laughs> <laughs> and i was magical and i saved my family mm-hmm. and i go that's nice dude <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? That reminds me. Another thing that I'm getting sick of with the isekais, they've all been doing this now, is they all make the wipe the hard drive joke. You know what I'm uh, talking about? Uh, oh. Okay. Where it's like, they die and they're like, oh, oh, we should have been able to wipe my computer hard drive because uh, there was porn on it. Oh, uh, like, no. They all oh. make this joke now. They Slime was like the first one. Uh-huh. No, Slime was like the second one. And then like... I've seen like three since then, and it's just uh, like, ha ha! It's so funny. Uh, it's bad. You know what would be truly woke is if they said, "Now that I'm dying, share what I have collected with my <laughs> share my collection, like the fucking like, right. to be zip file that went around or whatever." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um. Speaking of, uh, I don't know what speaking of. It's fucking John. Tell me, magical girl senpai. We both watched this. Uh, we did. What, what do you? What did you think of of it? So I, I need to. I need to just get out and say that I watched this because I felt like if I didn't, Rose. Well, well, either way, Rose is gonna make fun of me. So yeah. I felt like I needed to watch it so I can actually like. Defend yourself. Defend myself. Um, It's exactly what you'd expect from if you've seen any trailers. It, like, really was, though. Like, I was expecting something else, but no. No, it's just... It's about a guy who is basically just like, oh, man, I have to join a school club. And then he sees that there's a magic club, and he pokes his head in. And it's just this one girl, and she's voluptuous. And... um, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and um she's real wacky and she's not very good at magic. She and reminds me of the horrible why? Shimonetta lady. She she has the same look except she also has that like skin tooth that Astolfo has. Yeah. Uh yeah. And I'm I'm going to be honest, I don't I don't like that wow. whenever I see that. Whenever I see that, I just think of them like getting it caught on something and it makes me <laughs> 
skin tooth. It's that, fine. It will never get caught on it. Never heard it described that way. That makes sense. Skin tooth. I, okay. I, skin tooth. I, I, yeah. I, I, saw, I saw a picture of, of like someone pulling I, on a Stolfo's and it made me want to like... I have to tell you that for the that longest hurts. time... Everyone kept saying Astolfo's skin tooth, and I thought of, like, I was in a whole nother world in that <laughs> one. I was thinking something completely different. I was like, you, I you hate all of talking, you. You thought they were talking about Astolfo's dick? And, and yeah. Like, like s- fucking skin fang? Like, what the fuck else am I supposed to think that wrong. is? Yeah. It sounds it really wrong. I was like, what the fuck's wrong with everyone? And then I was, I found, this was before I was into fate, okay? Oh, oh no, so, I, f- I, found the, I found the polling picture. Oh, that's so sad. That looks. I feel bad for him. I know. Please help. That me. that hurts, and I don't have a skin tooth. You know, it's like oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I, I hope I, I hope God. she's okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it's all it is is just it's just quick rapid fire jokes. Um, because I'm <laughs> jokes is generous. <laughs> it's it's I'm pretty sure it's based on like a four coma. It seems like it is, and it's also like a short show. It's only like twelve minutes. Um, but yeah, it's all like the two jokes that this show has are she's bad at magic, and damn, she's got big boobs, and that's it. <laughs> So, and sometimes a mixture of the two. So, uh, you know, like, sometimes she'll, like, get stuck in a box. And sometimes she'll get, like, wrapped up in something. And then it'll look like she's in a, she's in tied up in the BDSM thing. I don't remember what it's called. Um, Shibari. Yes, that. Look, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know these things. Why should you? <laughs> I don't know. It's not like everyone's like, oh, yeah. A lot of the people that I know are pervs, all right? And oh, I don't, my God. And, and don't I, be and, mean and, to people online. I'm not being mean to them. I'm just saying I feel like I should know. But, yeah, or sometimes it's like, oh, the, the she has a pet dove, and it went down her shirt. Uh-oh. That's, that, yeah, that's Uh-oh. pretty much it. Uh-oh. Hijinks. Okay. <laughs> I, I only watched the first episode, and, I, like, I thought it was funny. It was, like, I, I laughed more than I expected to. Um... You know, like, the parts where it's just very much them being like, oh, she's sexy, I didn't really laugh it's at, the of course. still frames of, like, she gets, like, stuck in this box, and then, like, it's just like, look at her panties. Whoa. And I'm like, please but then there me. were jo- But then there were jokes that, like, I really laughed at. Like, there, there's another part where she gets stuck in the box again, and then it cuts away for a second and you it just it like the scene resumes on just like the box like and all the like hinges are just completely destroyed because she had to like bash her way out of that like that was funny there was the joke about like them like acting like she gave birth to the dove and like she she was trying to like spin it as a trick and the guy was just like that you, you can't you can't just spin that as a trick you can't do this i thought that was funny um, like I said, I thought it was, I thought it was better than I expected it to be. It's also still what you'd expect. So, you know, if, if you are against that, I would say don't even bother. But if you're the kind of person that can kind of look past horniness and just enjoy the comedy, I guess you could watch it. There you go. That's my review. Would you believe me if I told you this is a full ass manga? Really? Really? Just outright, yeah, not even a four coma or anything. It feels like a four coma, but all right. It does. That's the, what's really blowing me away is like Bochi is a four coma. 
Bochi doesn't feel like a four coma. I know. This is getting oh. me. I'm like really like, yeah. damn. This is getting me. Okay. It is all in, in design, you know? I guess an anime presentation can be completely different. I guess yeah, if I you think about it, like, it's just like what? Like one chapter or whatever? And instead of yeah. it being like a long running thing, like, you know, yeah. other mangas, it's just like, oh yeah, this chapter is disconnected from the other ones. It's its own mm-hmm. little, yeah. I could see it working. So, Rose, um, uh, how, how did you feel about it? I. <laughs> fucking i was just like oh <laughs> just i uh, she's just too fucked up i felt bad for her the entire time i, also I just felt bad really for bad for her the entire t- that man that man like she's listen she she's a monster okay i want to say that she's to a trying degree her best at least she's trying her best but she's still a monster but this guy's like kind of just an asshole he should be nicer yeah, I, I think I think us at Chuchigatari, here Here's the the official stance that Chuchigatari has. We will help girls. <laughs> yeah, I sort of. That's um, our stance. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> we will help girls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's our new podcast model. Uh, <laughs> we will help girls. We'll put it under the train on the next uh, album mm-hmm. art. We'll so put a little we'll speech ru- we'll bubble coming over. out of Kurt. <laughs> we'll run that over. We'll run the phrase. We'll help girls over. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have a bu- we'll add a bumper sticker to the train that says like <laughs> we'll break for girls. Uh, <laughs> so uh speaking of girls, Trixie's gone at Anime Expo. Uh did you want to say something about Anime Expo, uh LV? No, I just think the whole earthquake thing is hilarious. Yeah. It <laughs> well, it's not. Okay, no, it's not. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me, let me take that back. Okay. Wait, natural yeah. disasters are bad. They're awful. If they're bad. No but... one should die. But but it's... but the idea in the scheme that... of things. <laughs> the idea that an earthquake, a 6.9 earthquake nonetheless, a 6.9 earthquake on mm-hmm. the scale happened. Take a moment. And people were just still waiting online to an anime convention. They gotta go to the fucking hentai <laughs> VR booth. God damn it! I like. I really liked. I saw a bunch of tweets that basically said like that. Like that wasn't an earthquake. That was an hentai VR booth. People- <laughs> Yeah, people, yeah, like, local, uh, something about, like, a local news or, like, helicopter view of, uh, of the convention center thinking people were going in as, like, a shelter. No, I mean, going out or leaving the place. No, they were going in. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Well, uh, I, I, I saw that, like, I, I think uh, one of the Love Live groups uh, was performing, and they said something about, like, they they like stopped the show momentarily while the quake was going and like immediately after it stopped. Like, yeah, there, there was I think there was someone like live tweeting it or something and it was like they tweeted out the name of the song that was playing and then they tweeted out like the the singers have stopped because of because of the uh, earthquake and then just immediately afterwards was just the name of the next song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's definitely the type of thing where it's like earthquakes are bad. I hope everyone's fine, but also yes. It's, <laughs> Makes Anime Expo seem extremely cursed, especially after Deep like weird. the heat wave they had uh-huh. last year. Like, I, I, de- God, yeah, and this is just definitely my personal opinion. It, makes, it seems like it's 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 definitely a poorly managed show. This is not. It's kind of it's really inexcusable knowing that yeah. I'm gonna rant this now. year more than ever. Yeah, right? it's really inexcusable knowing that 
they they have this so many attendees and like why don't they consider expanding or why don't they consider capping it obvious one and also you know just to shame them they're most of their staff is volunteers so these people are not paid and i think that's what makes it extra fucked up and that's probably also why it's like has these organization people's like if you actually had trained paid people maybe this stuff wouldn't happen or maybe like these people who are not being paid at all would not feel so bad and like just be bad or job because they're not being paid properly um I'm pretty sure, again, like, uh, yeah, it seems like the letter was at least better. Um, I, I have not heard any issues about heat. But again, like, it seemed like the lines, like, Thursday alone was super bad. And they just changed, you know, I think they changed up things a little bit towards the week after. But it's, it seemed like, from what I was reading, you know, on my timeline, um, it seemed like people were there for hours just waiting on Thursday alone. Thursday alone, you know. Um, usually, usually like yeah. Thursdays and Fridays aren't the big deal like days, but a- AX is that big, and so people are going all days. It's fucked up. Um, yeah. Someone I someone I follow who was working there uh, was selling like retro games there. Mm-hmm. Um, just the line to get in for like vendors and yeah. even like VIPs. Mm-hmm. There was a huge line that they yeah. had to sit in, and yeah. you know, like obviously, I do not think that like oh, the the peasants should have to wait out mm-hmm. outside. <laughs> but at the same time, like if you're selling something there, and they're like gonna be letting in like you know random folks, and then the vendors can't be in there a little ahead of time to like mm-hmm. make sure that they're there, like shit's gonna get stolen, you know, mm-hmm. like pe- people's livelihoods mm-hmm. are gonna get messed mm-hmm. over, and mm-hmm. like. Like, artists are going to have their stuff yep. stolen. And, and that's, like, yeah. That's not right. That's definitely an issue with big cons like these. And there definitely are theft stories everywhere. Um, and, yeah, that only unfortunately happens with, yeah, it's just a mess. And they definitely need to consider, like, fixing that. But it's, like, a mm. sad cycle. Um, they won't. I, 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 yeah, 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 unfortunately. Um, but who knows? But... Uh, yeah, definitely more people probably... There's definitely more fatalities than there are any, like, not from the earthquake, but definitely probably from the organization's issue, and maybe definitely someone probably passing it out again in line, you know? Like, it, the earthquake was the least problem <laughs> of AX somehow. And even when an earthquake anime cannot be defeated, as as it seems, fortunately. Cons are so fucked up. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just keep hearing, like, this year especially, I've heard, like, just how bad, like, all these things are set up, and... I remember, like, how bad, uh, well, in some ways it got better, but, like, uh, PAX, for mm. example, uh, PAX East at least, uh, seeing them, like, open it up to four days, and then the way that they were handling selling the badges and stuff, and then, like, overselling the badges, so then, like, the lines were crazy. Uh, one of the worst things that happens is, uh, New England weather is a nightmare, mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. Uh, it was snowing substantially the last time I went. Uh, and they just, like, made everyone still wait outside. <laughs> like, they didn't, God. like, open lines up a little early or anything or, like, do anything. They just had everyone stand out in the snow. And it was like, oh. Um, and they, ugh. So many, ugh. Plus, I heard a lot of weird things about Anime Expo with mm-hmm. their, like, adult policies for, like, adult yeah. content this okay. year, specifically. That seemed very, like, yeah. lopsided, yeah. honestly. So, fun fact, I do actually occasionally vent at anime cons. It is it is as bad as 
Yeah. It is on the other side of that table. Yeah, from my what I hear, but and anime expo is definitely not something I desire because of like a lot of stuff. It's way too much. It's also just very far out from where I am and too much of investment, you know. But with also the negatives of AX, it's like I don't think it's something worth it, you know. Um, but but I applaud the artists who do and like vendors who go and is very profitable and big show, you know. That's what they. That's the life. Um, but yeah, like AX is. I think they notoriously had this issue where they're very weird and inconsistent about their eighteen plus stuff. Like artist alley folks can't sell eighteen plus artwork. There were a lot of famous artists I follow who was, who were told like the next day, like say no, or like maybe someone snitched on it. And I don't know how they got away the first day. You know, like taking down like anything that was like too graphic in terms of both sexual and you know really violent content. Which doesn't make sense because you know, you know, we have like a Faku boot and a dealer's room, <laughs> and then yeah, the, 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 the notorious, the notorious clips that went around of like a, the the VR porn stuff that was behind. You know, it's, it doesn't make sense. Like, that was that last year? Yeah, that was last year. That yeah. it's it's very strange. It's like, well, like like I I I get them not wanting it to be like completely out in the open, right. but you know, then just have it not be out in the open. Have them be right. like, look, like, like you can say that you're selling it, but have right. it be under the table or something. Like, there can be mm-hmm. regulation. They're just, they're, they should just mm-hmm. not completely shut <laughs> it out because, you know, like, a lot of people are making good money right. off of that and, you know, they shouldn't be completely mm-hmm. locked, locked off mm-hmm. from something that they're trying to... Yeah, the horny is a profitable lucrative <laughs> business, obviously. Um, yeah, it's very odd. It's very... It doesn't make sense. It also mm-hmm. seems to be, again, a, a, again, it, it all resolves down to a communication here. I feel like maybe there were some staff members who told some people, but they weren't aware that was a... Cons- it's 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 not great. It's not great at all. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Very frustrating. <sighs> you think like maybe one of these like after all these years of managing Anime Expo they would get it? You know, mm-hmm. like they, ugh, money. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So hang on. Before we move on from AX, I think we have to talk about oh, what happened. We have to talk about one of the wildest things that occurred there. <laughs> Do we have oh, to? Oh, I was thinking, you know what's something crazy before that? I just want to say that's positive. Lane. What? Fucking becoming open source. That's right. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, for yeah. those who don't know, uh, NBC Universal just like came out and was like, "Hey, for the next seven, nine, nine years, uh, Serial Projects Lane is just like in the public domain, <laughs> I guess." And they were like, "Go make video games, shows, anything," mm-hmm. and it's like. That's crazy, honestly. <laughs> but it's very in spirit of like, yeah, know, Lane, it's really so. fitting. I think it's really cool. Yeah, uh, I'm really into. That. All right, now we can talk about your degenerate thing, John. <laughs> I'm I'm not the one saying it's. Okay. I just thought it was very funny that it occurred. I thought it was. I saw a bunch of pictures from oh. it, and it, it made me laugh. <laughs> Oh jeez. Good good for them. Good for them for doing it. It was a cosplay deviance thing, mm-hmm. so good for them, I guess. Yeah. But it was just very funny that the words fate strip club <laughs> are a thing that I can say. I mean of all the series, of course it would be that one. I I, I think yes. I I think they I think AX does or like I, I mean, yeah, all, all shows have, like, 18-plus content, like, After Hours, right? I think AX does yeah. legitimately have a burlesque show of some sort that's themed, so, but in 
you know, in the Louvre May Cafe, I think, yeah, they're just, they decide that fate was the theme this year and because you know it's a big thing right now and maybe that was it i don't think it was associated i don't think it was associated with oh it was off-site oh okay i I, okay well i'm not sure (laughs) i just it it was just very funny (laughs) just a fate strip club it just makes sense (laughs) Uh, just reading the things people were saying about it like paying tamamo to touch her tail like what the Uh-oh. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Very good. Good is that the word we're gonna use? <laughs> I'm you. You know what? Sure. <laughs> I'd say surreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good word to use. Uh, Something uh, else fucked up happened at AX. So <laughs> you just gonna keep going? All right. Yeah. It's a, you want to talk? About it's a whole. Oh. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So this is like this is kind of a very specific thing within the oh, with the mech right. community <laughs> within the mech community to mech anime community. Okay. Um, Harmony Gold uh, announced they're renewing their license with Robotech. Um, and to let let me get a little background just for people who don't know. So you have Macross, which is this big mech franchise, right? Um, and in the U.S., I mean, it never officially came to the U.S. and it was never officially licensed to the U.S. But in the lieu of like kind of what happened with Power Rangers initially, where Power Rangers was literally just a recut and like heavily edited and a weird mishmash of like uh, a, a Super Sentai series, and then eventually Power Rangers became successful, its own thing, and, and now they have this nice kind of cool collaboration and like deliberate, <laughs> deliberate like friendship and ally, you know, allyship with the people who make Super Sentai franchise. Um, you know, meanwhile, um, yeah, Macross was basically rebranded as this. Plus, plus, it was mashed up with other mech series um, at that time. Uh, it was rebranded as this thing called Robotech, and in itself, it became its own franchise. So it's it's literally a recut of the series. It has nothing really to do with the original plot. It's just it's 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 like it's a it's a it's a high level means of like editing these clips that already exist and let's make a new story out of these different series. And that's essentially what Macross has been in two DOs. The whole series up to this point has never been officially licensed and never had a proper, you know, dub or like whatever. Um, and there's a whole spiel that I had. So like Harmony Gold is one of the uh, license holders of Robotech. Um, this is where it gets kind of confusing. Um, there's a there's a production studio known as uh, Tokunatsu. Oh no, Tatsunoko. Well, those are two different things. Tatsunoko, um, who's the IP holder of Macross. They don't produce Macross though. Uh, the studio that makes macros is Studio Nue. But anyway, Tatsunoko basically yeah, holds the rights to Macross, sold M- Macross to Harmony Gold for Harmony Gold to make Robotech, essentially, here on out. And yeah, so this is like, for them to announce, we're going to renew Robotech and keep going on it, it basically, it's uh, a lot of people feel like, and, I, because, and I'm saying that because I'm not sure myself if there's more to this, if, it's, if this is a bigger complicated matter but a lot of people feel like this is putting a hold on macros ever actually being properly licensed overseas in its proper like pure unedited weird robotech form you know you know so um a lot of people are pretty pissed by it a lot of people are pretty pissed at harmony gold harmony gold's kind of weird because they're like one of those tv they're one of those american tv media uh, studios like that I guess thrived in the '80s, where they basically did stuff like this. They bought like properties and they resold them. They basically were um, 
actually, I'm not sure what dub came first, but like, I don't know if the ocean dub of Dragon Ball came first, but Harmony Gold did a part of like attempted to dub Dragon Ball at some point. They did that. Like they were one of those companies that did weird things where they were experimenting with international licenses, basically experimenting with anime and like seeing like, oh yeah, how do we rebrand us to American audiences? And then, yeah, essentially Robotech is one of their most successful franchises. Or yeah, in itself, it kind of branched off. It became its own original thing with comics, etc. And yeah, some people love Robotech specifically, not even knowing what Macross is, and vice versa. And there are people who love both. But it seems like there's a unanimous like upset in the community of people who like both, nonetheless, that feel like, yeah, by Harmony Gold making this decision, like we don't know what's to come with this. Like, does this mean like Macross will never come? Ever, ever have a proper like version of itself like overseas internationally so um it's pretty bad they also had a whole panel to announce this it, it's very it was very <laughs> i'm not sure <laughs> i'm not sure what to like i don't know what the audience was reception was like with this panel i didn't really follow up on it but that was like their big announcement and they held a panel i guess also announcing other things uh harmony gold today essentially is like they're not really doing anything. I guess, like, Robotech is, like, their big thing, but I feel there's, like, this rumor or, like, theory that I think they're, like, one of those companies now that exists depending on, like, getting money from other things, from sketchy things, you know, like, investing in real estate. They're not really doing what their company is defined as, which is a media company, but, yeah, Robotech is kind of their only big thing to their name at this point, so it's weird how they're still, like, existed i didn't think they even still existed <laughs> i i thought i thought for a long, a long time robotech was handed over to someone else and that was what was handling it but yeah yeah that's that's what that's what i had heard from most mm-hmm. people who were talking mm-hmm. about it as well they had assumed that it had been handed off a while ago mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I occasionally see like new robotech stuff. i'm like oh okay cool it's like its own thing like kind of what became a power rangers but no i guess not <laughs> it's very strange um yeah so i don't know I don't know what that means for Macross. Um, but to be fair, yeah. Um, and the, the first step really was the uh, Mac- Macross's initial IP holder, Tatsunoko, which is the Japanese company sold sold it off first. So you can't really square to blame entirely on Harmony Gold, to be honest, which is what people are gearing their frustration to. But that's fair, you know. Um, yeah, not really sure. And it's weird. The studio who makes Macross, that's all they do. They don't do anything else. I don't know how they... They sustain. don't need to do anything. Else. I, I, that's true. That's true. They do have that legacy money, but it's it's weird. I have like, do they do anything in between? Like literally, there's only a new series every five years or something. I, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I feel so. like Macross is basically an institution at this point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like, it's yeah. So I would say so. Iconic. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess that kind of answers our question, like over how Gainax is a is still. Around? Yeah. With all their. You know, again, next, I, yeah, we don't even know what they're doing right now either. We are, they, they're doing a movie trailer. They're doing a movie or something, yeah, yeah. Of something, yeah. <laughs> they're barely existing. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but that's, uh, that's some bad news out of AX besides the internal drama of AX. Yeah. <laughs> Now we just I, well we'll have like the positive I imagine we I heard, imagine a positive report from well, Trixie once she gets back yeah I'm sure she has a fuller I heard Promare was lit so that's one thing I, I guess too, yeah so at least it's too bad she couldn't get to it I know she had mm-hmm. said but too many people I saw a couple people who saw it and they they said that it was very good uh, which makes me very excited because <laughs> I am the Grinlog and fucker. Um, <laughs> 
you know what's a fucking weird ass shit i wanted i wanted to talk about this earlier but i got distracted by thinking about other things fucking deserted island anime that we joked about <laughs> last time mm-hmm. where there's four girls on a deserted island fucking i'm like completely missed the part where one of them is just big boss like a survival expert fucking nightmare woman who like is like eating bugs out of the air and like peeing on things and like Hmm. making fires and pulling out her cell phone battery to kill a shark. <laughs> and, like, the other three girls are just normal and being like, ah, no, we're trapped. And she's just, like, solving every problem. And then at one point she just, like, grabs a locust out of the air and eats it. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And then this girl's, like, lying on the ground being like, uh... I my mouth is so dry and she just kisses her and then like the girl's like oh my first kiss tastes like locust and I was just like what the fuck is this show like what is this it's only like a 10 minute show but it was just so weird like I I don't know where it's going it's, so this girl is scary also like she just has like flashbacks to like her childhood of like doing like survivalist shit and being like locked in a box and stuff like that and like i'm just like what the fuck so how okay so down to the big question how did they get deserted on this island why a are plane they crash okay and is everyone else dead? Like, is, is that the implication? They Every- just washed up on a little sandbar. Okay. The plane crashed into water. Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. Okay. So it's a mystery. Mm, okay. But I was just, like, not that- expecting this nightmare. <laughs> she just looks like a normal, like, girl also. Mm-hmm. Like, she just looks like a normal school girl, anime girl. Mm-hmm. And then she just does these fucked up things. And I just am like, what is the basis for the series? Why did this get made into an anime? What is going to happen? Are they? Is this going to be like the Fate Summer event that they did, where like you just build a civilization on an island, basically, instead of leaving? Because this girl just knows how to do everything. I, she killed that shark with a cell phone battery. Like I just, it was, it's weird. It's a weird fucking anime. Uh, which, speaking of weird anime, I, I, I'm waiting for this. Uh, LV. Oh. Stray Dogs Fusion. I, I, okay. Well, I, I, sorry, out of context, I was looking up the Desert Island. There's a, there's oh, a yeah, screen cap. Me. There's a screen cap of the the girl, the terrifying blonde girl, right? Yeah. And she's squeezing she the shirt. Face? No, she's squeezing oh, yeah. the shirt. What's the red? St- is that blood? <laughs> oh, yeah. She, like, got covered in blood at one point. It was, like. What's the blood from? The shark? No, she was like she killed some fish and just like bit into them raw and was just like <laughs> it was fucked up. And it just, just the, the fish just squirted that much blood on her shirt. Okay, and she's. I, I mean, uh, yeah. Okay, the screen cap is her. She's she she's in her bra. The other girls are looking at her, but she's she's holding the the wet shirt over her head and she's squeezing it. And yep. the blood is she's she's drinking the blood of the fish yeah. from her shirt. Um, man. Okay. All right. It's normal. <laughs> it's just normal. Survival. 
I don't know where it's. I don't like. Is this just gonna be the gag for all the episodes? Is what I want to know. Is just that yeah, this where girl's she's. Fun. Are they gonna dig into the other girls' backstories? Like, cause it would be kind of funny to have this like weird fucked up super. It's like it'd be like Dong and Rampa, right? Mm-hmm. Like where like they have like their normal stories, backstories, and stuff like that, and then there's just like the child soldier, <laughs> like basically like. Yeah, it it would be it would be interesting if they were each actually secretly fu- fucked up like they each had a yeah. really weird thing about him this this girl was just kind of like a weird probably possible like like slow triggered that like I, I, like these circumstances are forcing these girls to, to like oh yeah come to terms of like how they actually are like weird feral not not necessarily like lord of the flies crazy where everyone becomes like kind of insane at then and but like I, I don't see I don't know if this show will go that direction. I have a bad feeling it won't. And it she will just be kind of the recurring yeah. joke of this weird crazy girl um being over the top on her like just, just killing animals. <laughs> it is it just feels very weird. Like it's like I think the person who made this just has Oh I was gonna say a weird fetish, but I'm going to say this on the side. Uh all of the girls have like normal human proportions. I do wanna say that. Oh, like good, they're good not job. like super skinny. Mm-hmm. Like there's one of them that has like a large boob, mm-hmm. and uh, she has like a body that actually matches that proportionally. Oh, good job! Uh, wow. And I like really appreciated that. <laughs> like, yeah, especially compared to like the magical girl senpai anime where she was just. <sighs> I mean, she also has she also has a skin tooth, so there's there's a lot of fucked up. There's a lot of fucked up things going on. You're right. Um. All right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Oh God. Bungo stray dogs. Oh God. Okay. Just to, LV, just, just, to, just to again quickly reiterate the premise of this. This show is basically about these different gangs and just territory disputes of like all these factions of people who have supernatural powers for some reason. It's not explained. I don't know if they're born. They're like born with it. Whatever. And they're all named after famous authors, so, like, their powers and their backstories kind of are loosely drawn from, like, the authors themselves and, like, the books they're written. So, uh, Christ, okay, where to begin? Well, okay, season three basically ended. That's what happened. Um, and I, ex- well, this show is super popular, and I expect any time soon a season four announcement. Like, the last time they had a season announcement was, like, very late after, like, you know, a couple years after. But this show is pretty popular, so I'm not going to be surprised once they... Once they once they drop that, they just they literally had a movie and um, yeah, like it's a, it's a pretty big show. It's one of those shows I think is like advertised on big signs if you see it. Um, and yeah, it also ended on a cliffhanger, so it'd be a huge disservice if they <laughs> don't. Uh, but anyway, um, okay. Well, the most recent arc of the series was um, revolving on around the fact where the main antagonist of this arc. Uh, you know, like, somehow brought upon this virus. Um, And to call it a virus is, like, a weird loose term because it's not like, oh, it's not like a cough-cough sickness. It's like a weird... It's a magical virus. I'm not sure still. Anyway, it's like some sort of magical virus that he he, he, he somehow coordinated and put upon the two main faction's uh, leaders. So the leader of the Port Mafia, which is... um, kind of the antagonist at this point they're not really the main antagonist um and then the leader of the armed detective agency which is the faction that 
is technically the protagonist. They're the people kind of doing good things, but they're also doing fucked up things still. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's like, oh, shoot, okay, whatever, we'll just find a cure and then, you know, resolve it. The, 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 the whole spiel, though, of the virus is that what, the only way to get rid of it is that one of those leaders has to die, so it basically puts these two, it's, it basically puts these two groups of characters, like, oh, shit, let's kill each other and, you know... You know, what? Only one of our leaders has to live, etc. And it's like this whole like it, it, it's honestly like better than how I'm describing. It. It's like it's it's this very tense thing. It's like actually, this is actually the first time where I, I think like the show had a serious threat where like the main antagonist has these weird, crazy motivations that don't make quite sense. But because of that, like, but because of he he seems to be acting on very, very strange like like logic that is not resting on any moral. He has like you know, there's no logic to it. Um, He's, like, a huge threat, and, like, the way he's um, doing these, like, horrible things is basically, you know, like, psych- is basically based around the fact of, like, you know, psych- psychologically manipulating the characters, like, making people, like, hurt each other, etc. Like, he himself has not really even had really an action or anything scene. It's, it's kind of cool. Um, but anyway, um, it turns out the person, <laughs> he may or may not be a red herring because it turns out the person who actually put the virus on these people is some guy they literally introduced in the last episode, and, like, he literally had no, like, hint as, like, I don't even know, he didn't have a name, I don't think he even had a name. Anyway, they, like, go after this guy, he seems to be, like, powerful or whatever. The, the two main characters, which is essentially, yeah, one guy from the armed attack agency and the other guy from the Port Mafia, you know, essentially, like, it's basically the two rivals that, that, oh, like, no, oh, shoot, I guess we have to work together. It's, like, one of those classic, like, Goku-Vegeta dynamics. It's, like, I, I guess we gotta work together to, you know, fight this big bad guy, and they literally fuse. Like, I, I can't really describe it in your way. They, like, fuse like a drag, like, like in Dragon Ball Z. They fusion dance, and they, f- yeah. I really have, I'm, like, exhausted describing this as is. Let's, like, I don't know how else to describe it. Like, the power the main character has is basically he can turn it I, and I failed to describe this the powers that the main character has Atsui um, he's like the silver haired guy and he has like suspenders and he has like an asymmetrical haircut and he doesn't seem like he knows how to dress properly because his, his pants are like falling off and his slacks so anyway um, yeah he's he has like he basically turns into a wear tiger that's literally his powers and his like main flaw is that he has he has a he has like problems controlling his emotions or he doesn't know how to probably it's kind of like a hulk situation like you know when his emotions run high he just naturally turns into this and that like that has been that has been his struggle you know about coming to terms with his emotions and all that the other guy um basically his power comes from like the coat he wears like the coat is able to turn the beast it's it's basically like like kill a kill um (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, these two characters are basically rival characters, and they're always biting heads because it's one of the, again a Goku Vegeta dynamic is my best way to describe it. Where yeah, they're actually more similar than they think, but they don't want to admit it, and they're like forced in these situations where they have to be grudgingly work together, and they literally just fuse, and that has never happened in the rest of the series. There's no explanation as to why this happened. It's one of those things where the smoke queers. Oh, the big bad guy is like done, and they're not fused anymore, and that's it. That's literally the end of the season. <laughs> And the cuts to the main characters, like, having a great time on a cruise ship, and it's just, like... And the main main antagonist, the real evil guy, is still at large, so again, they can't... But that's what happens, and the show has a huge problem just doing things and doing weird stuff with all this supernatural stuff without explaining it. Like, you know, you can have, like, a show where, like, oh, yeah... It happened because of magic, but they literally, like, have these rules kind of established with each character and, like, why they are the way they are and why they have these skills. 
but they still like break their own rules and it's a huge problem but i'm still watching this series um for instance one character here's here's another thing that happened like within the same arc one character his power is essentially he can conjure and make up any kind of tool or weapon um, by writing this, you know, by writing the character or by writing the words on a notebook, a special notebook. It has to be specifically a special notebook he has. Like he has that power to basically write anything, and it comes to life. Well, not come to life, but it comes into existence. But the the setback is that it specifically has to be like a handheld tool. Um, and yeah, he has to rip out of the, his notebook in a dramatic way, and the paper turns into this tool. Um, there is literally a part where a character in a totally different location was like stuck in a bind, and they were being surrounded, and they were about to die. And, and then he, like, pulls out a piece of paper and he yells out something and he himself, I don't know, was, he yells, like, he's in, they're like, these are, there are these two characters in these two totally different locations. The guy with the tool conjuring power, like, just starts, oh yeah, they have to yell their powers like Pokemon. Um, <laughs> they have to, right, how do we know that? What anyway, he, like. He, like, apparently there's, like, some unseen scene where he gave, like, his notebook to, like, a character, or, like, a piece of paper to a character, like, beforehand, and so, like, the, another character was able to, like, do his power. It, it just didn't make sense. It's, like, how are you able to do that when, like, he's not even there in the same location as you? It's, I don't know, just, there was just, there's, the show does a lot of clever things with, like, the, the supernatural powers the characters have. Like, again, someone has, like, the power to control gravity, so there's a lot of cool stuff dealt with that. Another major character has the power to basically nullify powers, so they just cancel out, like, what's going on. And there's, like, there was some cool chain reaction stuff that has happened in the past because of that. But, again, the show has a constant problem of breaking rules. Um, make, breaking their own rules, and it's just, like, I, I just can't take it seriously anymore. Like, it, 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 go, it does a lot to be serious half the time, and it's hard to take things serious when, like, it doesn't seem like characters can die anyway, and it's fine. It's fine. Like, at some point, someone gets their throat slashed, and they're fine the next scene. It's, it's just stuff like that. That's, like, a huge problem. <laughs> but the show is super popular nonetheless, and it is well animated. It's, the action scenes are really cool, though. So I guess that's why it's forgivable, despite its lack of logic. Um yeah. Well, I'm still glad that you're enjoying it, despite... It's, it's painful. It's a painful enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And I will Good. wait. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, real quick. The streamer Danganronpa anime was really weird because we were reading the description when it came out, or well, before the season started, and I thought that it was literally just a Danganronpa anime, but it's just fucking weird, like, it's like, it's like the, the classic Danganronpa, oh, there's this alpaca man who's trapped them all, and they have to be on a show, but like, here's the order of events that happened in the first episode, okay? This, the, the, one of them, they are introduced as a, like, everyman streamer, uh, Sengoku era streamer <laughs> which implies that he just plays samurai games but they I don't know why they call him a Sengoku streamer that's kind of weird and then um a horror streamer and an ASMR streamer who plays fucking farming games okay. and uh the things that they make them do is the first one is you have to kill a giant panda. And instead, the everyman streamer man just goes, 
I want to be the panda's friend. And goes up to the panda and says, will you be my friend? And the panda just becomes his friend. Okay. Uh-huh. And then later, he they're like, you have to answer the spirit's demands. And he's like, okay. And then this like ghost is like, be my friend. And he's like, I will be. And she's like, okay, then die with me, haha. It starts like burning the room, and he's like, puts his hand on her cheek and is like, listen, I told you I'd be my friend, and I don't break, or you're your friend, but I don't, and I don't break my promises, but not yet. And she starts crying, and she's like, that's so beautiful. <laughs> the ghost like is crying, and it's like, I'll see you someday, my friend. And he's like, I love you. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And what like the, the Yeah, and like that's just like what happens in that show. It's just like these things are resolved and the alpaca man's like, this is supposed to be a murder show, but I guess whatever gets the viewers. So is it a subversion? Is it like deliberately uh, that's like what, so like I was trying to figure that out. I, I need to see more episodes, I think, uh-huh. before I could say that because you know how these things go sometimes uh-huh. where it's like yeah. it seems like it is and then it just goes all the way in. Uh-huh. Uh, but it looks it looks like one like the way that that stuff was set up was like way too deliberate like them making this custom like overwrought dramatic musical track for like the ghost to be like oh you're mm-hmm. my friend and stuff like <laughs> it, okay. it just felt like they know too much so like I, I'm potentially into a parody of Danganronpa uh, because like instead of just you know what every other mm-hmm. show does which is they just do it mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. um could be interesting. I, I'll 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 be keeping an update on that one because I'm definitely interested to see what the fuck happens with that. Because I was yeah. kind of losing my mind at a fucking giant. It's just a giant panda, and no one's like weirded out by anything. They're just like, I want to leave because they, they want to go back in game. Which don't we all? Yeah, relatable. Am I right? These gamers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love being a gamer. Love being a gamer. That's that's like the newest trend in anime, isn't it? Like they really want to set up that gamer pride, like in everything. The mm. uh, Shield Hero was a pretty bad one for those that. But I I, I still want to stand by that the funniest thing in Shield Hero is when the queen goes, "You didn't know about Double XP Weekend." That's like hilarious to me. Like the concept of like a queen going, "Like, don't you know Double XP Weekend's happening?" Oh, Jesus, it's fucking funny. I don't care. Like it that show's funny. not it good, but like the concept of XP is very funny to me. In any setting, like where someone says, "Like oh, you don't have enough XP, sorry." Uh, um. All right, John. Yes. Pokemon time. It's Pokemon. Time. Fucking Sam Samson. Is that his name, Samson Oak? I th- yeah the 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 Alolan Oak. I saw that what he gets him? to be in the Pokemon League. I'm gonna run through this, okay? okay. Because I have three episodes to go over this time. All right. So, first off, episode 127, uh, they are setting up more Lily stuff. Uh, it was basically just like the Lily and Gladion episode. Um, starts off, Gladion beats Hapu finally, so he's won all the grand trials. Um, 
He's ready to go. Uh, I think he gets some... Um, I don't know. Uh, but, it, yeah, he's, he's ready to go. He's ready to go. So Lily's still like, oh, man, I have my Magirna, but it's not waking up. Oh, no. But then she pulls off her Z-move, and it's like, oh, hell yeah, she can do the Z-move. Like, everyone else can do their Z-moves, so that kind of just happens. Um, and then Gladion is uh, there, and he goes, I'm trying to find my dad's Zoroark, because it ran away when he vanished. And so it, there's just a bunch of scenes of uh, Gladion, like, searching for the Zoroark, and then eventually he finds it, and he's like, Dad's still alive, let's work together to find him. And then the Zoroark just, like, goes with him. And that was kind of it. That's all that really happens in that episode. Um, it's nothing bad. Um, it was just like, all right, sure, whatever. Um, they just set everything up for the Pokemon League. Um, so then the next episode, 128, is uh, really the Pokemon League just like starting. Uh, they, they, they set up how things are going to go down. Uh, everyone shows up on the, uh, like, man-made island. It's like a big stadium that the Aether Foundation made. Um, it's the, uh, the Manalo Stadium. Uh, they all show up. Uh, Ash and the boys are all, like, excited to go see the stadium. And all the girls are like, well, we gotta go shopping. And, um, you know, because women be shopping, everybody. Um, that, that is what happens, uh, according to anime. Um... But thankfully, Hao shows up, my favorite character, um, and he's like, Ash, look, I have a Z-Ring now, and my uh, Dartrix evolved into a Decidueye. And then Ash is like, oh yeah, well my fucking Rowlet could beat your Decidueye, and I'm just sitting there like, I don't want to hear that. Like, his, his fucking Rowlet better lose to that Decidueye, or I'm going to be pissed. Um... It's it's more just set up. Uh, Guzma shows up after a while because like Team Skull is there and they're like, oh, we're gonna stop the Pokemon League from happening. So they cause a bunch of trouble. But then Guzma shows up and he's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna enter the Pokemon League. I'm gonna win it and then I'm gonna shut it down. Fuck you, Kukui. And um, Hala's there and he's like, he tells the backstory. He's like, Kukui and. Guzma were my students, but Guzma got really pissed for some reason because of all the island traditions and ran away, and that's why he's like this. And, I don't know, it, it, it nothing else really happens. Um, they just kind of show more people joining in, like uh, Principal Oak, yeah, he joins. Uh, he shows up in a big-ass Alolan Executor costume, but then he goes, oh, I'm, I'm gonna battle. And then at the end of the episode, they reveal that... The Pokemon League is going to be whittled down with the Battle Royale. Uh, 151 people enter, and only 16 can be in the Pokemon League. So it's a little Gen 1 reference, a little comedy there. Well, I was talking to someone about this, but, like, why? where did they get the basis for this? Like, when Gen 1 did that with the first season of the anime, like... I don't understand where they pulled this out of because the Elite Four is so fundamentally different in the games. Yeah, there's even, like, people from the Elite Four. Like, I, I don't... The fairy-type girl, she wasn't in the Elite Four, right? No. Or was she? Okay. Well, like, the, the golf girl, the flying-type golf girl, she was just there. She's not in the Elite Four. She was just, like, challenging. And she didn't even win. She didn't even make it to this cut. Like... <laughs> 
so fuck her i guess um but yeah the 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 next episode the last episode that i saw 129 was a big ass battle royale and uh it was a mess um it's more just like like i like just just looking at the fucking bulbapedia page it's just like a list of things that are revealed basically because um, it's like oh it turns out the sophocles is togedemaru knows spiky shield which just that just randomly comes up um guzma has a caesar for some reason um how has an alolan raichu because of course they always have to have the rival have the like evolved forms of all of ash's pokemon so it's like can he win can he beat the evolved forms of those pokemon with his unevolved pokemon like they do that every fucking time um i don't know it's dumb but yeah the top 16 uh it's pretty much exactly who you would expect it's all like the main characters um and the first round for the pokemon league it's gonna be ash against faba so Ash is gonna whip his sorry ass like <laughs> oh, the fucking man. nerd, no. the, the nerd scientist guy from uh, the Aether Foundation. Um, Ilima, uh, if you remember, Ilima is like the uh, the normal type uh, dude um, from like right at the beginning of Sun and Moon, which is kind of weird that they're like pushing him to be like, oh, he's like everyone's like, oh, he's probably gonna win the Pokemon League. There's all these like like all the like casters are saying like he's the favorite to win and it's like i he had like a level 12 pokemon when i fought him in the game like what uh he's going up against guzma so i think he might lose maybe hey, guzma maybe. will like <laughs> i don't know i i i feel like there might be a th- there, there's got to be like a thing of like ash against guzma and then like ash finally like to, to makes guzma figure out what he's doing is wrong or something i don't know um, how is going up against, uh, Principal Oak, so Principal Oak is gonna get his ass whooped. Um, Mallow up against Lana, which, um, if we're going by type advantage, Mallow will clean Lana's clock, but I, I don't know. Um, I mean, Mallow also has a legendary Pokemon. <laughs> so does, she didn't keep the Kyogre, uh, She did not keep the Kyogre. <laughs> That would have been too good. If, if she kept the Kyogre, I'd be like, yeah, she's winning. She's definitely winning. Um, Sophocles is up against Mina, so at least Mina uh, went on, uh, the fairy-type girl. Um, this one's pretty funny. Jesse and James are fighting in the first round. <laughs> They're fighting each other? Oh. Yeah. They shouldn't have even been uh, led in the tournament. I want to be real with so, you. So the funniest part about it, and like honestly the most true-to-battle-royale thing that happened... Was they were actively trying not to fight anybody. The only, like like James was just like running around hiding, and the only reason why Jesse was getting in a fight because she she had to use Mimikyu and Mimikyu was going around trying to fight all the Pikachu's, <laughs> which is pretty good. But yeah, Jesse and James won by trying by dodging fighting, just like how people actually do in battle royale games, which was actually pretty funny. Um, Hiawe. Uh, the fire guy is up against uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name. She's the ghost girl. Is it like Akerola, Acerola, Acerola, Acerola? Okay, Acerola. So yeah, they're gonna fight. And then this one pissed me off because this just means she's going to lose in the first round. Lily's going up against Gladion. Aww. Aww. What if they have sucks. her win? They're not gonna do that. 
Because they, because, like, I guarantee, I guarantee this is how it's gonna fucking go. Ash is gonna go up against, Ash is gonna beat Faba, Ash is gonna beat, like, Guzma, Ash is gonna beat Gladion, and then he's gonna lose to Hal. That's gonna be what it is. Ash, Ash and Hal are gonna be the, the last one, and he's gonna lose to Hal, because Ash can never win the Pokemon League. But that'll be the last match is Ash and Howe. That that's absolutely what it's gonna be. Like it's it's super obvious and you know it's a kids show, so whatever. But they better that's let what's gonna happen. Ash win this time. That's all I'm gonna say. Or I feel like there I will be hell to pay. It. I highly doubt it. I can't I believe like they it. fucked up so much in black and white. Like I think about that all the time. I was a black and white yeah, it was black and white, I think, right? X it was X and Y. It was X and no, Y where he was it, like clearly going to win with his yeah it was x and y because greninja ash greninja yeah because right. because he had a greninja that was like psychically linked to him <laughs> that was super powerful because it like melded with him and it, and lost, it lost to, to a charge to a Charizard. <laughs> you can't like make up how badly written that is like uh good lord it was really dumb uh but yeah i don't, I don't know i We'll see how it goes. I I know I know. Every time I say it, it's it's the craziest thing in the world. But I don't really like the battle stuff in Pokemon, so I am probably going to be kind of miserable for the next few weeks talking about Pokemon. But someone has to, I guess. Anyway, that's the Pokemon update. See you in two weeks when I'm upset about Lily losing. No. <laughs> I I like I I straight because. I straight up think that she should that that they should move on from Ash and just have it be about Lily. I really that'd think be that. nice. Be really nice. Focus on a girl. Yeah, they literally they, should. they literally should have done that, like from the start. <laughs> yeah. Focus on Pro- the girl, yeah. the female protagonist. That'd be for, great. For, even just for this one, like especially with Sun and Moon, it would have made mm-hmm. a lot more sense. Because, right. Like Lily's. Sh- yeah. The, and I'm. Anime Luzamine being like that is like okay, I guess. It's, but eh. like the way that the Sun and Moon game set up so specifically that story of like a bad parent and everything, mm-hmm. and then they just like it's jokes. Mm-hmm. Like in every piece of media that's come after is very frustrating mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily jokes. It like it, they they just made it a lot less bad like i mean that. in the anime it's all jokes right <sighs> no it, like th- they specifically had episodes where they like did the stuff with lusamine and she was like she the, th- the difference was that instead of her being like an actively evil like abusive parent she was just kind of a shitty mom and it was the kind of thing where it was just like oh i just need to pay more attention to my kids it wasn't like oh i'm actively abusing them it is she was just like oh i was i was too focused on my work i'll stop being so focused on my work and then she became a better mom which you know i i guess you can like it's argued it's arguable that that is that that is bad you know but also i will say i I'm a lot less pissed at it compared to Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, where they just ignored entirely, even though she is very yeah. obviously evil still. <laughs> um, uh, so I have been watching uh, Shakuga no Shana recently. Um, I've seen, I watched 
a movie that comprised of the first six episodes of the first season, which is so <laughs> strange to me because the first season is 24 episodes long. They only made one movie. Yep. Um, uh, but this show is basically like the definition of every like trying like school drama 2005 anime yep. like Clanad or mm-hmm. uh, Toradora and stuff like that combined with Toho. Mm. Uh, <laughs> like I'm not even joking. Like every single character, the the way that they throw around like proper nouns and like titles and stuff like that and things like that it's just it's very toho e and uh also like it's full of girls wearing giant hats so that's sort of the main reason i pulled that out <laughs> but um this it's, it's it's interesting uh it's i don't even know what genre i could describe it as it, <laughs> it is like it, it's it's not quite shonen but also, it's, like, not quite all the way slice of life. Because, like, there are, like, fights happening. But, like, the vast majority of the focus is on, like, interpersonal relationships and stuff. And, like, it's weird. I've never really watched anything that has been like that, I guess. It's very of its era. I haven't yeah. watched something like that in a while, I guess I should say. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, it... It came from a light novel. Um, there were definitely, you know, but kind of before the the isekai isi- the, the, the isekai wave. <laughs> after, like you know, the, the zeitgeist. I feel like before that, um, and, you know, I think we. Sh- it's important to note that the illustrator for Shaguno no Shana um, for the light novels is the same. She's the same illustrator who did the Haruhi series, and um, I think, like you know, you know, if I'm going to bring up, you know. The melancholy of Harvey Suzuki. Like I think there were a lot of light novels at that time that wanted to be multi-genre. Yeah, and this definitely. is like yeah, like Shauna and like Hurry are kind of good examples of that. I think like I think, I I think a lot of them were like fantasy world, but there's still like high school shenanigans. But also we we have this weird you know like also we're gonna like wax philosophical like for like a bit and and then the we're gonna drama. yeah and then we're gonna yeah it had, it, they had, they honestly had like huge whiplash problems I personally thought um um yeah that one especially yeah there also there's also definitely a lot of like magical school like you know not quite isekai but like a lot of magical school stuff like oh like all these people all these people in school win magical powers or like some sort of powers and and there's some sort of conflict stirring um yeah i think a lot of shows are like well a lot of series at that time i I think yeah i think yeah you're right like you mentioned clan ed like I, I think like key was like like key like adaptations of key visual novels were really like, kind of like at a high point at this time too i think a lot of, a lot of people saw that or again it was just probably zeitgeist because again these things were just being made at the same time it's not like people waited and copied each other, right that's not how that works it was just coincidental that i guess like yeah. you have you have these things based around school settings and like melodrama and like realistic problems but people were like i want to put some weird fantastical twist to it and make it overcomplicated. It's really weird from, like, when I watched the, the the movie, which is what I watched first, I was like, oh, okay, I think I got a good idea of, like, what this is yeah. like. 
And then, like, no, I... <laughs> th- watch the show proper, and it's like, this is, like, 90% high school drama, uh-huh. like, straight up, and then they just randomly do an anime sword fight. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm enjoying it for yeah, the most part. It's, 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 it's a fun time, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, it, it is also funny that uh, between season one and two, the budget, like, rockets, like, all the way to, like, a year break or something like that, and, like, it comes back and they've, like removed verbal tics from characters they've like made everyone act like normal human beings uh because in the first season uh one of the worst things was yeah uh, this maid character just says de arimas after everything and it's like i get it it's supposed to be like oh yes she's a maid she's very formal and this mm-hmm. is what she's she's saying instead of deaths or anything something like that but mm-hmm. it's like fucking i get it okay mm-hmm. i get it and the fucking subs that we're using are ancient fan subs too so mm-hmm. it's like it was just every sentence just ends with de arimas till day and it was just like ah i'm gonna die <laughs> Yeah, the gap between season one and two are so apparent that the dub voice actors between su- season one and two are entirely different for some reason. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> yes! They, they, I, got, I, they could have played yeah. better ones, I guess. I don't know what... Yeah, and I'm not sure what... Oh, yes. Actually, yeah, the gap was so... Yeah, I think there literally was a licensing change. Okay. Okay, yeah, you're, yeah, I'm looking that, at that. Oh, now. so it was so someone it, it else. Was so, it was, yeah, second. yes, yes. It was someone else who, Genion, oh, wow, that's not, I don't think they exist anymore, yes. Yeah, okay, Funimation took up season two onwards. Okay, I'm looking at this now. All right, yeah, that's what happened. Okay. The, ti- the time gap was, like, so apparent that, yeah, the licensing this got weird in between. <laughs> PlayStation 2 video game released in 2006 that was ported to the <laughs> DS? Question <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what? I will say, like, uh, to quote the Wikipedia article here, it is definitely something that is definitely getting better over time. Mm-hmm. Um, as I am watching it, like, it yeah. feels like they really, like... The first season's a little rough at parts. Mm-hmm. Like, legitimately just, like, all of a sudden, like, throwing exposition at you and, like saying just saying a lot of proper nouns it's something yeah. that's something i always have a problem with is when yeah. like a show like just throws out proper nouns doesn't like explain them forever unless they did then then like all of a sudden they'll be like no i'm going to explain to you what it is and like go like uh-huh. whereas like uh something i like about fate is that they do that but it's like they explain it in the moment and like there's like story events happening that help incorporate with it and it all it all comes together a lot better in fate i find generally um but like for example uh, what was it magical index that i kept joking about like where they kept like being like school and dragon and stuff like that in all caps and just like, <laughs> that's what it felt like when I mean, like flame haze and, oh yeah flame uh, haze it's fucking I think the most fucked up thing in the entire show is that the main character just names her Shauna. Yeah. Like, and she's like, fuck you. And then, like, he's like, that's your name now. I decided it. And then, Mm -hmm. like, it's just like, ugh. 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 It's very weird. Also, the main antagonist is called Ball Mask. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the, like one of them, the funniest fucking guy they they had there was just a fucking floating cape with in a hat. There's no man inside. It's just a floating cape and a hat with swords named Martial Arts Leader. <laughs> and like he dies from a skeleton yelling really loudly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was just like, all right, I'm into this now. <laughs> Because whatever the fuck that was. Um, yeah, Ball Mask is pretty ridiculous. It's it does, it does, it however, like, castle. Their the organization's called Ball Mask. I mean, the it doesn't get I, <laughs> all of them are. Yeah, they get they get wilder as you go on. It's not. It, no, it I, like I I still have I'm like only like four episodes into season two mm-hmm. I think. Uh, so I still have like the second season and the entire third season. Yeah, Ball Mask is basically like a cosplay group. They're, I don't they really they're, are. <laughs> they're like, they're, like, they have no consistent oh, theme. Yeah, I the don't funniest know. one it's is not like really this, either. Yeah, like a bunch of them look like, you know, oh, this is a twisted villain person. Yeah, and then yeah. like one dude's just like drill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just like this dude with like sunglasses yeah. who's hanging yeah. out there's, and he's old. Like, it's. Yeah, there's like an. There's like inanimate object star characters, like like, yeah, like what you like said. It's just like some weird guy on a motorcycle who just painted some eyes on his helmet, and he's a fucking superhero. I guess I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't seem to have any powers. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's very strange, uh, but it's fun. And everyone has like a strange name too. So they all just... do have a strange name. Yeah. Um. um yeah, uh, that's a thing that happened. Uh, and and yeah, like I, we we were talking earlier. Literally, what what's great about how, what dates this well is the main girl is literally the Sundara lolly oh, lolly body like, type girl that was super all pop. the way like she uh, is all versions of Taiga from Toradora. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was yeah, just like a super saying, yeah. yeah. It's the same character. That era, like holy shit. Uh-huh. I'm glad we're away from that, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Like I know we have a million isekai now, but like I don't know, like I don't know if we can go back to like fifty clones of Taiga. Yeah. Like I don't I can't handle that. <laughs> I can't handle that. That's <laughs> oh man. Um well, you know what's a good trend in recent anime that I'm going to say I'll actually is uh, you put here uh, that you want the buff girl in Fire Force to punch you. <laughs> I'm glad that there are more buff girls in anime now. Yes! Like, that that's like the more recent trends. Uh-huh. Like, I'm glad ass. that's... Yeah. Uh-huh. But, okay. uh, yeah, tell me about Fire Force. Go for okay. it. I don't, I haven't heard Fire Force. Okay. Well, it, this is one of those shows we were dunking on looking at the chart. Right? Oh, really? We were like, what? Like a firefighter? And I actually like it. <laughs> I've been trapped. Um, so Fire Force is um, it's made by the person who made um, the Gray Man. Serio, like if oh. you look at the, yeah, look at if you look at the art for the manga, it's like oh, this is really cute and soft looking. Everyone looks cute. I'm really excited about this show because it seems like it has a very diverse set of characters. Where like oh, everyone is like kind of weird and interesting. Like in the designs alone, if you look at it, it's like you know, like kind of what D Gray Man was. Like everyone like. You can tell what sort of characters these are by just their physicalities. Like, it's good character design. It's like, okay, I'm curious. Like, you know, essentially the premise is that, I don't know, this is like some alternate universe of, like, Japan. I don't think this is our world, right? 
And there, you know, there are normal firefighters, right? But then there are special firefighters where literally their job is to exercise fire demons. Fuck yeah. (laughs) And they're called like infernals. I don't know if they're like taken from D&D or something. I don't know. But like they're, they're called like infernals. They're like demons. Um, well, they're not really demons. This is where, like, I guess the lore, I guess, has will be explored more, explained better, and fleshed out. Um, but for some reason, they have like, there's human beings that they they have this problem where they just spontaneously combust and they turn into demons. It's a problem. Apparently, it's a common problem in this world. So that's why these fire, fire, these special firefighters have to exist. There's literally like, um. Well, okay. The main. Let me go to the main character. The main character. He he's like the shonen protagonist where he has like fangs all the time, and it just shows like he has permanent fangs. Like he has spiky teeth, and I guess that that's his personality. But like, okay, anyway, he has a he has a tragic backstory. His par- his family was killed in a fire, which he is sure it was not an accident, and it might have been caused by like one of these infernal things or these demon things. Again, I'm not sure if they're demons. I think I'm like using the terminology wrong. They're probably not demons, but it, it's appear they look like demons, but it, it might be just some issue. But the whole thing about it is that he himself has like these fire powers, you know. So he's like a, like like he's kind of like what they call a half breed or I don't know something of that sort. He's like. It's like a. It, apparently, it skips generations. I'm not sure. Like, there's, there's like a, there's, there, this is a thing that apparently humankind is cursed with. They're like, some people have fire powers, and some people like have fire powers where they just explode into demon things, and they have, you know, we can't do anything about it. And so far, and it implies like once those people turn, they can't turn back, and it's sad. So, when the fire brigade has to come over and deal with the situation, they literally are exercising you, like ex, exercising you. It's crazy. Anyway, back to the main character. The main character, yeah, his family was killed in fire. And yeah, it's really fucked up because like his extended family wouldn't take him. They they feel like he's the blame of the fire. They feel like he's like some sort of demon himself that killed his family because of his fire powers, etc. So yeah, he had a sad traumatic childhood. Um, the first episode, he runs into like an incident where well, he doesn't run into it and he doesn't cause it, but he like crosses paths with you know get off the train. Um, like the like a train cart nearby him like explodes and again yeah it's it's, it's introducing the concept like yeah people explode and turn into demons it's a problem and yeah this fire brigade comes in and eventually the fire brigade fire brigade takes notice like oh he has fire powers and actually can help us and be beneficial to us and you know work against these things and yeah he joins in like smoothly it's kind of weird he's like a high school student I think <laughs> and he joins this fire brigade I don't think that's how that works in real life I'm pretty sure it's that's fine not- no you, I, I think <laughs> I've, I'm used to this by now this is just how- Works. You knock on the local fire station saying, "Hey, I want to be a firefighter." I'm like 19, I'm like 15 years old, sure. But anyway, um yeah, it's cool. There's like literally um Yeah, I'm excited for this cuz again, like I, like as I saw, there's like a diversity character. So like the first episode is literally him coping with his traumas of like, you know, despite him having his fire powers, like actually being in a fire and like a fire a building burning down fire is can't you know it's a different thing you know i can see that like you know he's coping with the traumas of like oh shit my family and being nervous it's like no i gotta do this because i want to like there's there's kind of like a revenge problem to where he wants to find out what caused the fire and what killed his family etc um so by joining us you know he's not only like you know i guess you know boosting his confidence but also maybe this will help him narrow down like what like you know what caused his the whole thing like his fire powers, like he basically shoots his fire fire shoots out of his feet, so it's kind of like a jetpack situation. He kind of flies. It's it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. So he has to always be barefoot when he wears the firefighter uniform. So that's his that's his kind of quirk. Um, there's literally a nun firefighter. She literally prays while they're like 
<laughs> she prays. While, she prays and sets. She prays and does some invocation while they're trying to set the cast away, or like you know, like uh, it's great. And she has like she she's like also like a central focus of the ending theme. Like it, it reveals like. Like, I, the ending theme is cute. Like, I don't know if they're, like, going to explore other characters in the ending theme song, but, like, it reveals... It basically outright reveals in the ending theme song. If you watch the sequence where, like, I guess she used to work in a convent, and, like, yeah, these fire things invade the convent and destroy it, and I guess that's how she got here. Or literally, it's, it was something horrifying, like, like the like some of the nuns exploded. I don't know. Like, again, like, what? so... Much, <laughs> so oh my God. It's terrifying. Yeah, the, the premise of the show is terrifying. People can just explode to fire anytime, and we have to exercise them. What the fuck? That feels like someone like <laughs> read one of those books they have in like elementary school libraries where they talk yeah. about spontaneous combustion. Yeah, it's like, oh shoot, I gotta make something out of this. Yeah, um, yeah. There's um, yeah. There's like a lot of yeah. There's like a diverse array of characters where I'm not sure who they are at this point. You know, there's like a there's kind of like a snooty glasses guy. He's very handsome and all that. He's like that archetype. You know, I'm not sure. I don't know enough about him. Um, but yeah, there's the nun, there's like the, you know, the normal, like, more realistic looking buff guy. Yeah, there's like a bunch of people I have no idea what about. It focuses mostly on the main character. I only watched episode one, and that's what we got. And, but the buff girl, <laughs> gonna get to the buff girl. Maki, her name is Maki. She's very cute, very cute. If you look at pictures, she's very buff. She's very, she has very big biceps. <laughs> and at, yeah. I, I spoiled myself. At some point, she punches the main character. I'm like, I'm down for that. Like, I don't know. I don't know what goes on. And yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, again, I did introduce everyone like thoroughly. I'm just looking forward to it because it seems like there's like a cool, diverse array of characters where they kind of have their own thing going on. And like, like, and it's all like Fire Force doesn't seem to have an interesting plot, really. Like, it's like, okay, like main character, orphan, he has to find out, like, but it seems like it's like one of those things where the plot is super basic and it's going to be the characters that I think will carry the series, you know, and I'm looking forward to it. Again, like, I, I, I kind of, you know, air quotes spoiled, not really spoiled, but you know, I, I've seen like designs of their characters and I'm, there's a lot of cute girls and that's exciting. <laughs> that's one thing. Um, so yeah, curious to see where this goes. I, I wonder like how it's also formatted. Like, I wonder if it's going to be like a monster of the week show, you know, I, I'm not sure. Like so far, so far, it seems like it's going to be a fun ride. Um, and it's, Yeah. Firefighters that exercise demons. <laughs> like, I'm into that. I need to watch that now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the CGI is really bad, though. Um, oh, I mean, I. For a show, <laughs> for like, a show that... no Yaiba, I don't yeah. think there's much that we can talk about with that this week, <laughs> but like, because like, it's just, you know, it's going. Uh, yeah. For, for a show that I think, like, sometimes. Well, there's a lot of cool, like, 2D animated fire, and I'm like, okay, why don't you just stick with that? Please stop putting this cgi fire that kind of ruins how right. everything else looks great it's bad it's like I, I understand why they have to use that because you know like they, that's hard work to animate fire special effects is so yeah. hard you can't and you can't just be like oh, i'm gonna copy you can't just do it that's how animation works and i understand it but the cgi just like kind of ruins the rest of the show there were yeah. there, there were cool shots where the main character's flying through and it's clearly cgi but it looked cool it looked like it and and matched well but there were moments where there's like smoke and fire effects that's obviously cheap cgi and it doesn't work but it's forgivable so far. So far, there hasn't been anything grating where it's like, oh, geez, well, I don't know why they did that. But yeah, firefighters exercising demons. That's Something the show. that's gotten me recently has been how, like, anytime there's a swarm of knights or horses of any kind or cars, it's always CGI every single mm -hmm. time now mm -hmm. these days mm -hmm. in anime. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, like, the worst CGI I've seen in a while is uh, Overlord Season 3. 
at the end, he summoned these, like, giant, like, black monster things that were, like, they just basically just giant mouths. Uh, they looked horrible. Like, I can't even describe, like, they were just looked fucking awful, and they were running at, like, a 10 FPS compared to everything else, <laughs> and it just looked fucking bad. And, like, I don't know why they do these things, because, like... I get that it's probably cheaper, especially when it's, like, you know, like, a crowd of knights, sure, like, it's easier to just duplicate a model, you know, like, that makes sense, but, like, when it's, like, damn, we're riding horses, it looks so bad, especially when a lot of the times they just use 2D character models, like, mm -hmm. on top, or, I mean, they draw 2D characters mm -hmm. on top of it, rather, uh, mm -hmm. I should say, and it just looks bad. Yeah, I, uh, there's something about it that I, f like, I'm curious, like, because meanwhile, there's, like, great, like, CGI coming out, you know, the Japanese animation, meanwhile, but then, like, in TV series, it makes sense that the budget's different, but then there's, like, some part of me that feels like it's being forced, like, they're trying to transition into doing that entirely, but it's not working, and we've seen that with some, like, it's entirely CGI-based series, right? But, like, which don't, like, a lot of them didn't look good, right? Uh, unfortunately, um, I think Land of the Lustrous was, like, I think the best one I think I've seen, where it made sense, and the CGI, like, the, the wonkiness yeah, that I think was super beautiful. appropriate. Yeah, it worked out. It made sense because there's the rocks and like I think the sniff this actually added to it artistically. Where there's a lot of other series where like, oh, this is not working. Um yeah, I feel I don't know, like you know, I don't know. Like again, I don't know what's it like behind the scenes in the anime industry, you know, besides like what we're told, you know, like, oh, people are not being paid well. Sad. But um yeah, I don't know. There's some some aspect where it's being forced and like, yeah, these artists are not trained know what to do with it and like I, I feel like a lot of this can be solved by like you know just don't do it and maybe like just don't have these shots where it takes all these crowds and then it's gonna be like a laborious effort to draw all these people because if you're gonna yeah. see I, I don't know i don't know there's probably a lot to it um i'm sure but i don't know i have like this inner conspiracy within me where it's like i feel like they're like forcing people to put cgi where they don't need to and i, I don't know yeah i don't know I, 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 I feel the same way, but it is... I also don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Fucked up. <laughs> fucked, just fucked up. It's just, I think about the CGI Berserk series, and I'm just... Like, oh, that's fucked up, yeah. Just, that's, what, that's what really made me think it was a conspiracy oh, when I saw that, because it's like... <laughs> you ever see the 90s no... Berserk series? Like, it yeah. looks amazing. It looks right. incredible. And then it's just like... Conspiracy. It's conspiracy. Mm -hmm. I'm with you on this. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Uh, John, did you want to just do our questions now? Uh, yeah, we could do questions. Yeah. yeah. All right. If you want to send in questions, go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. And you can ask questions just like these. Anonymous asks, I always get a kick out of localized names in anime, like Jonichi, Jonichi, Anzu and Honda becoming Joey, Taya, and Tristan from Yu-Gi-Oh. I hear Sailor Moon was pretty heavily adapted as well. Do you have any favorite localized names? <laughs> okay, so I do want to say in Sailor Moon, uh, a really good one that I think is... It's not a good dub or any stretch of the imagination, mm -hmm. but... I think a fantastic move in terms of localization was changing Chibi Usa since they made Usagi's name Serena. Mm -hmm. They made her name Rini. Mm -hmm. Like that, that works. Yeah. That, that works. I, I liked that. I liked that they named the nerd boy Melvin. <laughs> that, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh -huh. I like uh cousin. Uh, what, what was it? Cousin. Um, Holly. 
no, 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 Holly no, was no, their no. best friend. There's like a man her. that they just referred to when, when the uh, the, the outer sense you talk about making out with each other or whatever, and they're like, Our, "My first kiss was with you." They say like, "My first kiss was with." Uh, <laughs> Uh, Steve or, or something <laughs> like that it's, oh what was it I'll try to remember you can keep talking I'll forget this out uh, it's it's super basic and some of them are really bad but god the Jojo ones are so funny <laughs> I can't get over it there's it's uh, I hated deadly queen well that yeah that one sucks but when they're like kind of just off the cuff and wild and oh my god like, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 the one that also really sucked, and it was especially funny because they only did it in one game, was when they changed Polnareff to Jean-Pierre Eiffel. I was going to say, I can't fucking find it, but I it was basically <laughs> like they were just talking in the dough, and they're like, I'll never forget my first kiss. And in the original version, it was like, like they look at each other or something like that. And then it's like, oh yeah, they're like, but then she goes like, it was with Steve from, <laughs> from school or something like that, or like S- Steve from Steve. homeroom. He was incredible or something like that. It's extremely <laughs> fucking funny. I, I would also have to add from on the Sailor Moon tidbit. It's actually clever because Serena is a moon goddess in like Western mythology. She is a Greek moon goddess, so it actually did match up to like Usagi and rabbits like being associated with the moon in Japan but that's that's all that is I don't know if they actually thought of other clever things with the English dub and they definitely did make a lot of bad decisions for obvious reasons in the Sailor Moon English dub originally um oh man I'm partial to the car captor Sakura <laughs> English dub names um they just changed their pr- they, they kept Sakura but they pronounced it as Sakura her last name became Sakura Avalon which is kind of badass. I don't know. Like, I, I think it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of fitting to like the mythological aspects of the show and all that. But they they made some really insane choices that are like, where did this come from? Um, you know, t- t- you know, t- Tomoyo. They made her Tomoyo. They made her Madison Taylor. I'm not sure where that came from. <laughs> um, and then I'm looking down the list because I'm trying to remember. They made they made um. They kept the Chinese names for like a lot of the characters. Well, they they, they well they bastardized them. They bastardized them hard. They 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 try to still make them Chinese sounding. It's like fucked up. <laughs> like Mei Ling became like Mei Lin. I'm not I'm not sure why. Um, there's also um, yeah for the most part like it was it was like that. Like I, and Cardcaptor, I hold a sentimental place in my heart. Um, just going down the list. Yeah, they named someone Samantha Taylor. There were a lot of there were a lot of name trans there were a lot of name transitions that didn't even match up at all to like any sim- bear any similarity to yeah the Japanese name yet they decided to keep Sakura but they just pronounced it differently. Um, it was very weird. I you know it wasn't official but the four kids joke video that they did for Kill a Kill or whatever <laughs> that exists boy. where they said Sam Ketchup I think about <laughs> that all the time for Sam Ketchup. <laughs> Sam Ketchup. I do, I do feel like I need to specify my favorite JoJo ones are okay. uh, Dan of Steel. That one's pretty good. I'll give them that. That one's really good. And, Tiny um, feet. And then the one for Jay Guile with Centerfold. Just just ha- just having the characters just very obviously say Jay Guile and then just the subtitles say Centerfold. <laughs> like, it's really good. 
All right, let's see. Next question. Um, Mighty Mighty Boston's asks, what if we kissed in the Bat Guano Cave from episode one of Dr. Stone? <laughs> the miracle of life substance right it's a miracle of life yeah, i guess we wouldn't be in, we wouldn't be all stoned anymore uh-huh. i guess whatever drinking wine um, crushed by our yeah, feet we, freshly crushed by drink, our, oh god yeah there, i'm sorry yeah there is feet in dr stone i'm sorry there's feet a feet warning feet warning feet warning yeah feet warning. sorry <laughs> gotta put that out there um, let's see here. I, I, I guess, I guess we could save the second part for, I'll, I'll just, I'll just say, uh, Boston's here did ask a, uh, a question that was, um, like a, like an actual question kind of, but I think we'll just save it for a future episode because it is kind of spoilery, but I think it'll be, it'll be brought up. Uh, Harlequin Wheels here, uh, has an opinion and a question. Uh, the opinion was only planning on checking out Detective Waver and the dual-wielding mom anime. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. That, that. that hasn't come out yet, right? No, I think that's this week or next week. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's. Boy. I don't think it's this week, yeah. I haven't seen waves right. of it. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like we would know. I would see it. I would see murmurs of it, at least. <laughs> uh, but Dr. Stone and Fire Force both had promising enough first episodes that I'm willing to watch a few more of each. So there you go, yeah. 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 Sounds about Ag- right. Agreed, yeah. Yeah, I-, I haven't watched Fire Force yet, but y'all have sold me on it really, really good. So I'm, I'm going to check that out too. Uh, question. Have you ever tried to get into something because there was an anime about it? I feel like the Dumbbell anime is going to do that for some people this season. Not speaking <laughs> from experience here. <laughs> as I definitely did not buy my uncle's old guitar and try to learn in high school because of K-On. Aww. Well, I'm definitely interested in the dumbbell anime. I'll say that. Let me think of my actual answer. <laughs> I think it's. I think dumbbell anime started this week. I'm not sure. I, I feel like I saw it start this week. I saw some. I saw screenshots. Oh jeez. Oh god. I have to get on that then. Oh gosh. All right. Well, anyway, let me think of my actual answer. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Mm. Anime that got me into. Okay. I mean, the closest thing that I ever did was I. For like a while, when I was younger, I thought about being a lawyer because I played Ace Attorney. But that's mm-hmm. a game. Mm-hmm. So, what about you, Rose? I want to be. I don't know, honestly. I uh, got really into um, fan fiction writing. I mean, just from things like that's not necessarily be- like from any specific anime it's just from like being inspired by them uh, i think it was specifically the uh oddly enough this ends up going further in cycle i didn't even know he wrote it at the time but the uh, uh nisio isin uh death notebook i really liked that when i was younger and i was like oh yeah i like writing wordy things like this um and i thought that was cool uh and I wanted to be a ninja, obviously, from Naruto <laughs> when I was a child. But that's just never changed. Ninjas are sick mm-hmm. as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Naruto's not that sick, though. He's kind of no. lame. <laughs> I really fucked up about that Boruto you showed me, John. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I'm on, I, I definitely am on, like, the wave of people that when, when they... When we watched Yuri on Ice, I'm like, oh shit! I'm really into <laughs> Olympic. I re- I want to know more about figure scares. Holy shit! 
And yeah, I got into it for a while. I, you know, I haven't you know, been as passionate about when the show, you know, it was mostly when the show was freshly, like, on. But it really did make me, like, kind of watch sports here and there a little more after that. Like, and, like, got interested in a lot of, like, athletes and, like, their personalities. You know, I, I got more interested in, like, athletes and, like, just pop culture around athletes. You know, not even maybe sports per se, but I got really more interested in, like, learning about, you know, like, yeah, like, yeah, figure skating itself and, like, how, like, you're an ice impacted, like, even, like, people in figure skating actively around that time. Um, <laughs> and, like, how, like, it was literally, like, I think it was NBC or something, NBC and, like, they have, like, a Twitter feed of their athletes and stuff just literally posting and all that. And, like, literally one, one you know, one person was literally posting about them watching your Ice, like, blatantly on NBC's, like, front page of their sports page. It was really funny. But, yeah, it, like, did make me go in, in and, like, research, like, figure skaters, like, you know, Yuzuru Hanyu, who was, like, one of the main inspirations for the show for um, Japanese Yuri, um, for one thing. And yeah, like it, it kind of did get me hyped up for sports in in a way that I you know I never really care. I still I, you know honestly I don't really care about sports, but I think I, I kind of like have a better understanding and appreciation of the culture and hype around it. You know, though to be honest, I really I think I really did only care about sports around Olympic time, like the Olympic season, because it is kind of cool watching that sort of stuff because it's a big deal. But yeah, I think that's like the extent of it. Like I think Yuri Ice, Yuri on Ice, Yuri on Ice just inspired me to like, well not inspired me, but like gave me a better like outlook on like you know sports culture <laughs> mm-hmm. let's see here uh robin has sent in a question is asking is there an old classic anime that you feel the time is right for a huge mainstream resurgence Ooh. Mm. i mean yeah we're we're in the throes of ava back in a big way so i feel like that's a good question for the current era with a lot of stuff that remade like old anime or like decide to dig up let's let's dig up this manga from the 80s and like make a gritty version of it like Dororo and Devilman Crybaby I would love to see like some sort of research like honestly resurgence with Pluto which is this weird spinoff of Astro Boy hey I have good news for you oh shit I haven't heard it <laughs> yeah they're making a Pluto anime yeah oh shit yeah. Oh wow! I haven't heard of that. Well, okay, I'm in the I'm under a rock. Okay, uh, <laughs> well that's great. That's cool. Yeah, it seems timely. There's like yeah stuff like that. Like, Banana fish had a thing. Yeah, like yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. I'm sure there's other things I can think of right now though. But that's that's my main answer. I'm like I would love to see that. I would love to see that. That's appropriate, to, especially today. Mm-hmm. I think. Hmm. There's what a I'm... lot of stuff that I would that I would like to see updated for current times, but I would like them to be like updated for current times um because you know there's like like classic shit that i feel like would go that that a lot of people have a lot of um like nostalgia for and a lot and uh that mean a lot to them and i think it would be smart to bring them back but again bring them back in a smart way um Uh yeah like and and hell i mean there's even stuff that i just think needs to get just relicensed I mean, like, a good example of something like this is sort of like, or, well, I, I don't know if this is necessarily the same. I mean, it's the same concept of what you were saying, John, of, like, updated to the modern times. is like, that Lupin stuff, that's great, like, what they did with that. Oh, like, yeah. that that's oh, fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish there were more things like that, like, with, uh, um, like, I mean, you know, yeah, Devil Man Cry Baby, like you said, is sort mm-hmm. of 
like that. I, I, and, Dororo didn't seem like that much of an update necessarily. Uh-huh, it just uh-huh. sort of seemed like a like it's more like a good rendition. Yeah, it's more like oh, this is just a straight adaptation, but yeah. in a modern way. We have new tools, and this is whereas it. like yeah, Dungeon it didn't Cry depart. Baby was like a yeah, full on like envisioning almost. Yeah, yeah, it departed a lot from the source uh, material. Just, I mean, it definitely helped that they didn't have the like have half of that manga is them traveling through time, and it's just like this weird, awkward shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, but God. Then, the la- then, like, the last half of it is all the, like, demon end of the world shit. And it's like, oh, this is the actually good stuff. Okay. The fucking time travel stuff. It's wow. so awkward and weird. <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's like, I I get what you're coming from, but, you know, maybe that you don't fairy have to have getting Hitler eaten. in here. I don't know. It's all... It's bad. I... If, if we're saying updated for modern sensibilities, if they could fix Berserk a little bit, you know what yeah, they need to fix. That'd be good. But uh, mm-hmm. I feel like in this modern Dark Souls era, everyone would lose their minds, as it were. Mm-hmm. Because it's literally Dark Souls. I mean, that's why Dark Souls is the way it is. So. Yeah, sure. It's good. Uh, I'm just going to say it. Someone needs to license Gunbuster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really do. Mm-hmm. They really fucking do. Because I, like, this whole time, I, I knew, like, I was like, John's going to love this when we watch it. John's going to fucking love it. I love it. It was, it was like, really good. More people would love it, too, if yeah. it was not... They could watch it. ...locked away on fucking AnimeHeaven.net or whatever the mm. fuck it's, they're called. I don't even... Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's yeah. so bad. The state of archival is, like, just so grim mm-hmm. right now. Like, you can't even find the 90s Berserk series anywhere either. Like, I was just yeah. talking about how much I liked that before. Like, you can't find it anywhere. Anything from, like, the late 90s. Anything that, like, is from, like, the 90s, the 80s that isn't fucking, like, the big name even the big name stuff like what am i saying like fucking eva just got to netflix Mm -hmm. now like Mm -hmm. it's so bad because they can do it like especially with a lot of these works they're from companies that still exist today they just it's so weird there's a yeah there's definitely like you know, and that alone, what a big franchise like Eva, it's like, wow, that was a struggle as is. I was, I, I had a thought, like, you know, I was going to go into, like, how, yeah, like, like, you know, I mentioned Pluto. I think it would be really cool, yeah, if we explore more, like, really that old stuff he's done. Like, yeah, he has tons of, uh, like, Tezuka has, like, tons of unfinished Like, yeah, it would be cool if, like, we see other versions and reiterations of, like, those stories and like you know, kind of what Dorota did. It's just, it's just, it's, it doesn't even have to depart much. Like, it would be cool if I just see a modern reiteration of this, you know, like I'm sure there's like anime of a lot of these titles that existed, but like I just want to see an, a new updated version of it in like, you know, this, this new, you know, animation medium. There's a lot of shoujo that's just like kind of like a lot of people don't know about from the 80s. I would like to see like, I think it would be cool today to see a new reiteration of the Rose of Versailles. That might be interesting. Like I would, Ooh, I would love to would see. Yeah, and probably like a better, like I don't know, like a better polished one where like some of the <laughs> some of the writing got weird, like it just got stupid and problematic. But like I, I would love to see something like that. Like I, I w- there's like a lot of like shojo lost in the '80s. Well, not lost, but just a lot that never even had animated adaptations. I think, like, if they did and, like, they were brought to the surface, I think it would really, like, 
it would definitely like bring the spotlight in a lot of these like you know female manga cut which i think is important um yeah all right uh so we have a we have a one line opinion here that i think i i agree with uh gregory zero says back to the future is an anime i agree yeah i guess huh okay yeah huey huey lewis <laughs> uh sure did make anime ops you know <laughs> god i gotta listen to some huey lewis after this fuck uh gotta go back in time dun, 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 definitely i love that shit uh, and then to wrap this show up, again, if you want to send any questions or opinions, it's videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. Uh, Trixie actually sent a question in. <laughs> so she's, she's still with us in spirit. Uh, she asks, have you ever watched a show that started out weak or middling and ended up coming into its own and ending on a strong note? Recovery of an MMO junkie seemed to be yet another show about a neat with a love interest. But as it went on, its leads were developed in actually interesting ways, and it ended up and it ended without making its characters into generic archetypes. Oh, I agree with MMO Junkie. I I like loved it. I I when I was watching it, I was like, I don't know if the, it was one of those series where I was like, I don't know if I want to stick around for it. But then it like it got real. There was a certain point where in the series, you know, I don't want to spoil it in case anyone wants to watch it. Um, but. It, it got to a point where, like, you know, like, the main characters kind of come to their, like, realities and, like, acknowledge we have problems. You know, like, it was one of those things where, like, you know, like, oh, this was going to be one of those series where, like, oh, it's making fun of, well, not making fun, from off the bat, it's, it, it, I think it, like, meditate on the fact this is, like, a, a serious issue and, like, this is, like, this is a vignette of someone's life where, like, they're dependent on gaming and they're, like, depressed and they're sheltering themselves and they're not, like, you know, like, they quit, like, basically the premise of MO Junkie is that, this office lady she like quits her job and it's like hinted of like how like she had this meltdown essentially and burned out and she decided quick and she just resigned to just playing like like a, a, this mmo she gets addicted to and etc and then but it becomes this very wholesome thing addressing like you know th- this sort of problem doesn't just magically resolve and then like how she how she comes to terms with it and then like how she meets all these other characters it becomes this really holistic like cute little you know, even even the romance wasn't in your face. So like it 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 was a very natural. The, the feeling of the show was very natural, and like it didn't feel forced. It like it didn't force a solution for anyone. It was kind of like one of those oh, it just is things. And like it had a very optimistic view of like everyone in the end, like how like oh, eventually maybe things will work out essentially. But it, it became a show about like people's interactions over the MMO itself, and that was cool. Like the MMO was just kind of like a tiny element of like. Uh, like a bigger thing um i don't know that's that's a that's a tough one it is a tough one oh because usually like usually that's the thing with anime everyone's always got the three episode rule Mm -hmm. so if it's a slow start it's usually just like i'm not gonna watch that and then usually people have to be like come on come on okay i've got two um Uh one is re-zero i always say this one where I legitimately saw Rem all those years and was like, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then I actually watched it. And while the man is like really not good Subaru for a while, um, like uh, about halfway through the series, he like keeps like, eventually like everyone's just like, it's cool that like you think you're the big hero dude, but you're just sort of an asshole to me. So like, fuck you. And he realizes, oh, I'm asshole. And gets better about it. Uh, Mm -hmm. 
which doesn't happen in those types of shows ever. Uh, usually it's just like, no, it's the children who are wrong, you know, like that type of thing always happens. But uh, in that case, it was like, he's like, no, I was stupid. I was an asshole. Toxic masculinity, etc. Um, and I really liked it. And, uh, I also liked Rem, which is fucked up, because I didn't think, again, it's like, it was just, um, and the other one was Log Horizon, because, uh, I'm not a big fan of any, as an MMO player, like, every MMO anime is so detached from what actual mm -hmm. MMOs are like, uh, but Log Horizon really captured that feeling, like, of, like, it's just friends hanging out, you know? It's, uh, it does it way better than, like, Kirito epic badass, you know, uh, which is kind of what, like, most of those types of anime all end up being, you know? Mm. Yeah, so those, those ones. Um, I would, yeah, okay, so throw in my actual answer, because I was just mostly responding to the MMO junkie thought, um. I, I, yeah, on the ReZero thing, yeah, I was surprised when I went to ReZero, I was like, oh, this is not what I stereotyped it to be. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, yeah. oh, this is not one of those. Okay, okay, this is actually better and more da da than, yeah, main character is still trash, though. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I still that. The Monogatari series, when I, like, I put it off for a long time. Like, when I kept seeing, like, the weird, like, like blatant like you know the, you you know what I'm talking I don't need to go to like the stuff like out of context like the toothbrush the like the, the whole the whole spiel of the weird fan service bits that's like okay I don't I don't know why the show is popular like I don't know why and I'm sure people are just into the show for that but like like I went into it I was like okay this is this is still bad but this is actually not as bad. <laughs> see this is my answer it's actually still bad but it's not as bad um, as I thought it would be it's a bit better it's a bit better but still bad and like it's I, I appreciate how like yeah the main character is terrible again it's one of those things and he's all surrounded by all these girls like oh they're all sexy and like thing you know shenanigans and all but no he gets like his just desserts like it's I think the show well the series you know it's right it's a series um technically because it's a light novel um i think it, the show does its part in like showing like yeah we're not like sympathizing with this main character every he's kind of not great and he's tra he's like a, a, a lick which and, and like and the show kind of does favor the women i think like they're like a, i think the show puts the women in a position of power where like okay there's like a whole reason for like a lot of these things happening and like i think the anime specifically because it's Shaft. Shaft does, like, weird experimental stuff with our shows and, like, makes you, like, kind of take a second glance at this stuff. It's like, okay. Like, you know, they, they do an interesting thing where they shift the perspectives a lot. And I think it it puts a little more thought than, like, what yeah. the show seems to be out of context. Where, like, I think, no, yeah, I think the... I think, I think like, they're not... Yeah, I think the series is, like, just showing, like... A, you know, the show is, yeah, the series is showing a glance of the world, like, from a human perspective, but in reality, there's more to it, and, like, I, I appreciate that. I've not gotten that far in it, like, I'm, like, maybe only in the, I'm still really only in the second season, there's way too much shit, and, like, it's, it's it gets overstimulated. Are you, like, <laughs> or, like, the actual second season? The actual second season. Oh, so the good shit. Yeah, yeah, um, oh. but, yeah. Oh, but yeah, I was I was wait. surprised. <laughs> oh no! But I was surprised. I was like, yeah, and I'm pretty sure I got spoiled a lot of things, but I don't know what the actual context is, right? Yeah. But like, I I was surprised. I was like, okay, there's actually more to this, and like a lot of this, it kind of is a front in a way, right? Yeah. Um. But it, yeah, 
and it's it is beautiful. <laughs> it's actually beautiful. Um, I'm a big proponent of monogatari, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> especially I, I felt the same way. Like I, even just like getting to the end of Baki Monogatari. Yeah. I really like the uh, starry sky ending yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, and just Nisei Monogatari was so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then season two is just like, oh, it, it's I, better. All right. God damn. Like everything about it is so good. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that should do it. All right. Um, okay. So, uh, remember next time we're going to be watching or well, we're going to be talking cause we already watched, uh, Evangelion and End of Evangelion. Uh, again, available on Netflix if you haven't watched it already or somehow missed the entire internet somehow. Because, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be talking about that. Trixie will be back. Uh, should be a full house then. And, uh, yeah. That episode's gonna be fucking wild. Cause it's probably gonna, gonna be, be long. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Evangelion and Trixie's trip to AX. So, hey, yeah. going way over two hours lately. What what madness is going to transpire? I know. Jesus. Uh, uh, as always, you can send in your questions and opinions to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. Um, and if you want to get episodes of our show one week early, you can go to patreon.com slash vgcc right yes um yeah and uh it's one dollar for now for now for now uh to get one that one week in advance uh you can also get the route for two dollars more than that three dollars total uh and yeah if you want to do that go for it um Mm -hmm. That's, that's it that's about it right yeah yeah that's it our anime season started like i said we have a couple of more shows coming out over the next week or so i don't even know how much we're watching oh get the mom combo anime mom mambo mambo i watch a mambo show Ooh, yeah you know what like what if they made mambo number five into an anime like oh my they, god like, like it's a harem anime yeah because all the yeah <laughs> yes yeah you're onto right. something right I'm yeah something all right yeah so look <laughs> <laughs> look out for the mambo number five out, anime. <laughs> yeah, next season we've got mambo number five. Oh man that's a I, great idea honestly, that is a great man. idea someone should do that <laughs> what the hell someone should even just make a movie like that or anything like it's shocking that the, Oh, something here. People need to be more woke. I don't know. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's everything. I don't have anything else to say. I don't know. Maybe I'll keep coming up with ideas now. Uh, not, yeah. Stop recording them. Stop, stop recording, recording them. them. Yeah, we, no, yeah. no, I'm fucking Katakawa's listening. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to make an isekai anime about Mambo number five. Um, all right. Yeah. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And I hope you have a good night, day, week, month, year anime season (laughs) uh good night